0: Thank you, thank you, gentlemen and done.
1: Hey guys, brand new podcast, it's me, uh, Bert Kreischer I'm in Australia, I'm hammered, I'm with my wife on the cell phone, my wife, say hi Leanne Hi um, It's been a rough tour, not bad, not bad, right Leanne?
2: I, I think that rough is relative
1: Really? What do you mean?
2: Most people would think it was amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I just have a rough time, so I don't like flying and performing in the same day. Yes. And uh, those theater shows get away from me because I end up doing like an hour 40 or an hour 30 every show and then going to the... Thank God I have a tour manager, right?
0: Yeah.
1: (sighs) Hey, guys. uh, This podcast is brought to you by... Beachbody. Beachbody On Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a variety of highly effective world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs, plus extensive nutritional content, all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals. Does this sound too formulaic, babe? Perfect. Perfect. With the step-by-step program guides, workout calendars, and pro- comprehensive look, I like fucking Beachbody. I am not gonna do the read. I am buzzed in uh, Australia, looking at the Sydney Opera House. Here is why I like it: it's on your phone. Last night, I woke up at four in the morning and I couldn't go back to bed. And I went back to the I went to the the hotel gym to try to work the buzz out of my head. And I got on the treadmill and I did uh, four miles. And then when I got done, I didn't feel like I was done. I was sweaty. And so I used this uh, uh, beast body, beast beast boat, beast mode guy. I love him. I fucking love him. I have him saved on my phone. You can save him. And I fucking loved it. And I did that workout today, the shoulders workout. I don't know why I only did the shoulders workout. But, uh, and you can save them on your phone. They're really great. I'll give you the, the call to action, which is like what – what you can do so you can do it but that's why i use it it's on my phone and when i want to do a workout I, like part of me goes oh shoulders so i just do uh hey babe you're making a ton of fucking noise Not no you're on the you're on the podcast um well, shit <sighs> shut up. so if i do shoulders i just do uh like shoulder raises or whatever I'd like to do forearm raises like the front row raises but this guy taught me that I could use uh, dumbbells and do it like an idiot I never knew that was possible so check out Beachbody for this thing you get like uh, I'll do the call to action right now right now you can claim a free trial membership for BurtCast listeners by texting Burt to 303030 and get full access to the entire platform for free just try it. Tell me if you like it. I love it. I, I really do love it. I have full access to the platform. I just use this beach, this Beast Body guy. I love this guy. He's goofy. He doesn't know he's goofy, but that's what makes him goofy. And it's all like uh, bulk stuff. And so it's like, listen, if I'm going to lift weights, I just want to fucking pound and ground. So uh, Beach Body, check him out on demand. That's one of the sponsors. I feel like a, a fucking... I feel, really feel drunk. All right. Next. DraftKings, DraftKings.com. I'm sure they're going to love that intro read. Uh, this is another <laughs> thing I use. <laughs> I sound like a real fucking Matthew McConaughey. Uh, DraftKings.com. Week one is in the books, but it's not too late to get the closer look at the games you love with DraftKings.com. One week fantasy football. This Sunday, DraftKings.com is hosting a $100,000 Pick'ems contest. Dude, Pick'ems contests are my favorite. That's when you just pick all the fucking games, and all you got to do is win them with the spread. I am in a Pick'ems league with a bunch of Hollywood elites, and uh, I got to put fucking hang up on Leanne. She's fucking killing me. She's making so much noise. Um, but I love those Pick'Em leagues. All you got to do is Pick'Em versus the points. Pick'Em is the newest way to win, newest way to play one-week fantasy football. Draft your team is faster than ever. DraftKings has organized players in eight tiers. All you have to do is select one team, one player from each tier. Oh, wait, this is a different Pick'Em's league. Choose between the public contest and the Pat. Oh, shut the fuck up. They also have beginners and casual contests where you can play against people of your similar similar skill level. DraftKings, fuck yeah. The best part is you get to draft a new team each week without any commitment. Here's my call to action. Draft. Go to DraftKings.com right now and use the promo code BirdCast to get to play DraftKings free contests with $100,000 in total prizes this Sunday. That's draftkings.com right now and use the promo code Birdcast. And you can oh, Are you fucking kidding me? You can share a uh, uh, Do I sound drunk as fuck right now, Sydney? That's promo code BIRDCAST. You compete for your share in a $100,000 prize in the contest. is draftkings.com. Uh, the, game inside, the game inside the game, eligibility restrictions. <laughs> See draftkings.com for details. The game inside the game, eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com for details. Are you drunk, Bert? Yeah, I'm fucking hammered. I did a show tonight at the M.O.R. Theater in uh, Sydney. And I didn't know it was fucking Tuesday, okay? I had no idea that my favorite sponsor in the world, Blue Apron, (laughs) was uh, knocking at my door. Letting me know. B-Man, we got you coming. Oh, so funny. I called back to the girls a couple times this week. I've called back to them a lot. The one thing that's kept me sane this entire uh, trip is uh, a connection with home. For the most part, it's been the hurricane. I know that sounds sad, but uh, my parents are in Tampa so i've been calling back and forth with my parents and seeing how they're doing i remember growing up in hurricanes or or at least tropical storms sometimes hurricanes and the locking down of a family the that, that, that uh that feeling of like of uh of almost like a doomsday prepper it oh it's fucking great it really is great there is something liking like, I, I've been thinking about my buddy Cowhead this week because he's got a bunch of machine guns. And I was like, that's got to be a fun feeling to be, like, locked down with machine guns and securing the perimeter. The other thing I've been doing is texting with my girls. We're putting in a pool. And uh, and every night I talk to Leanne, she's making a blue apron. Oh, she's fucking pissed. Call me when you're done. Um, as you know, I love blue Apron. It's the number one fresh ingredient uh, recipe delivery service in the country. It's, its mission is to make incredibly home-cooked meals accessible to everyone. I love Blue Apron. They have established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. dot, 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 dot. The seafood's fresh. The beef is fresh responsibly raised animals, regenerative farming. It is, all, look, all the shit you need to worry about what goes into your belly is fine. Here's the fucking point. I come home, I'm home three days a week, and we cook a blue apron. My kids don't eat shit. They've got thumb tongues. And they won't eat shit. But when it's a blue apron, they try it. And that's what's important. So, Get sign up to Blue Apron and, and, and allow your family to spread its wings and uh and, and try something different. They say cooking builds stronger family bonds. I fucking agree. It's cheap as shit. It's ten dollars per person. Oh, I wanna spend fifteen minutes talking about blue apron. Let me talk about this uh week's upcoming meals, summer vegetables. Eggplant panini with uh, calabarian. Chili mayonnaise and caprese salad. That sounds great if I could pronounce it. Soy glazed pork and rice cakes with bok choy and marinated green beans. By the way, the honey green beans girls didn't like. (laughs) Just got to tell you, Blue Apron. Skillet vegetable chili with cornmeal and cheddar drop biscuits. Fucking Leanne's being a bitch. Garlic, butter, shrimp, and corn with green bean salad and roasted purple. I think actually that's what they had this week was the roasted purple tomatoes. Um, My daughters freaked out over the roasted purple tomatoes because they were like, "Er, or potatoes. Oh, no. I read that wrong. I love Blue Apron. The meals are quick. They are 30 minutes or less. Look, they're affordable, the variety is awesome, they're very flexible, they're very easy, and they are guaranteed to be fresh. Blue Apron knows you're busy, so they are now offering 30-minute meals. Really? These meals are made with the same flavor and farm-fresh ingredients you know and love and are ready in 30 minutes or less. Well, say that to my wife. I would put a timer against that woman. See if she can do it in thirty minutes because those forty-minute meals sometimes, land. <laughs> check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com/birdcast. That's blueapron.com/birdcast. Blue Apron, a way to a. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Also, check out Laughable. Laughable is a uh, full disclosure. It's me, Tony. Ari uh, Greg Ned it's our, it's our app. It's the thing we use we like I, I like it the best on the planes. It's easy to download. If you're using laughable make sure you subscribe directly to me so that you don't miss any podcasts that I'm on. If you aren't using laughable start it's the best rated podcast app in the app store go download it right now Android Android users can sign up for the waitlist at laughablecom android. If you're enjoying the app, go and leave them a five-star review in the app store. All right. That's it. I love you guys. I know you're hearing this and going, Bert, When's Sober October coming, it's coming. It's right around the corner. Listen, I had a fucking long. I've had had a very long week. So if I sound drunk, because I am drunk, because I'm fucking beat, man. I haven't. my, My sleep schedule hasn't picked up. I'm in Sydney and I don't know what time it is. I just talked to Leanne. I should call her right now. She's fucking pissed. But uh, I haven't caught up to my sleep schedule. Whoa, what top is that?
2: My sports bra. Oh,
1: wow. I'm
2: trying to figure what I can wear that I can paint in.
1: All right, I love you. I'll call you right back, okay? You call me back? Yeah, I'll call you right back. So um I'm here in Australia. My uh I'm by the way, this is gonna be the Sober October starts uh October first. I think the rule is I can drink uh September thirty first and then stop at midnight, but and then we're going the whole month sober and uh doing hot yoga fifteen times, Ari me and Tom and Joe and uh getting clean. I need it. I do need it. I, I do. I'm like fucking exhausted. Can't wait to be home for a little bit of a stretch. I know this has been meandering. Just jump forward to the podcast. I'm, I apologize. On the podcast today is Brendan Walsh. Brendan Walsh, by the way, signed a big fat deal with Comedy Central. So when you hear him be honest about his life, I respect that more than anything in the world because that was like two days before he signed a deal with Comedy Central to do a a new show with Randy. Um, Nick Thune has been on the podcast before. Fucking love. I love both of these guys. They're just big boozers. Nick and I get drunk. I think Brendan gets kind of drunk, but Nick and I get definitely drunk, and we probably say more than we want. By the way, shout out to... uh, to Mark Grossman and uh, whoever else we shit on Joel Joel I love you you know I love you but whoever we end up shitting on if we shit on you it's not intentional it's just two drunk comics being drunk and giggling but we love you I, you know I love you guys uh, alright that's it this is the podcast 15 minute intro I love you guys Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Thune and Brendan Walsh. This is All right, let's do it.
3: In Asheville, they were like, hey, there's a condo. Uh, and the guy says to call him because he guarantees you that you'll like it. that's ah. <laughs> so I did, and and then he like <laughs> sent me pictures, and I was like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that condo.
1: I uh, I, I did the Asheville Comedy Festival one time. I've done that too, yeah. And they were like... Uh, Yo, we'll put you up at this Airbnb. Or no, a bed and breakfast. I'd never stayed at a bed and breakfast yeah. before. So uh, I'm like, cool. So I get there late at night. Everyone's asleep. And I just figure the place is mine. Yeah. I, didn't know were, I didn't know that people were <laughs> living there. So I'm uh, <laughs> going down to the fridge. And there's some PBRs. Like yeah. PBRs. So I grab the 12-pack, take it to my room. Uh, start drinking and listening to music. Jamming out, getting weird as fuck. Yeah. And you do that shirtless normally, and oh, (laughs) and and I'm I'm getting my steps up, you know, like I like to listen to music Mm -hmm. and dance and fucking drink (laughs) and walk around the room and write and uh, pass out. I mean, and that's all like
3: like teen pop stuff
1: you're listening to Uh, at the time. I was listening. I think I was. Oh, I don't know what I was listening to then, but there was a period of time I was doing it with the Neon Trees, hard as fuck. (laughs) And so, um, so wake up the next morning and I go to take a shower and I have no towels in my room and I'm like, fuck. So I open the door and I see a guy in the hallway and I go, "Hey man, can I get some towels?" Uh, and he was like, uh, "Sure." And then he went and got me his towels. He was staying there too. And then I fucking bailed. I came back that like, and party that day, yeah. and then came back that night and just walking through, eating food out of the fridge. And then and then they, the lady, there there was a letter. This was next time I go through, they're like, "Hey, Bert wants to stay at that." I go, "Put me up in that same place," and they're like. They won't have you. And this is a letter she wrote. And it was fucking scathing. It was like Bird Kreischer is a monster. Like he came in there. He had no. He didn't even tell us not to make him breakfast. I didn't even yeah. know they made fucking breakfast. I didn't know yeah. he well, I mean, it's, it's half of the name. <laughs> I, know, I didn't know that. It was like, I thought it was like, you know, <laughs> when they say friends and family, it's they just go, if it's though. not family, we get it. <laughs> There's usually
4: no family. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I had no fucking clue. And then, uh, but the best part is, uh, I, so I put it on MySpace. This is how long ago it happened as MySpace. I put it on MySpace. And then I get a deal for Doubletree through Travel Channel for, like, ton of money. One thing. And then they go, hey. Two dude. grand. Yeah. And <laughs> they were like, have you ever, do you have any bad run-ins with hotels where you trash the hotel room? I go, no, I'm not a fucking animal. Uh, huh. And they're like, yeah, well, we saw this thing on your MySpace page. I was like, I'll pull it off. No one's ever seen it. And <laughs> I, I post a letter. That guy, lady, uh. I, fuck it. I fucked her house up. Be well, didn't fuck her house I didn't up. Fuck her you house just up. like
4: were you didn't know that it. You thought it was like an Airbnb that they had. I thought stocked it was my you.
1: place. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that we were sharing it with
3: like other people. Well, I mean. Like the bed and breakfast. If you, when I think about bed and breakfasts, I
4: think about Groundhog's Day. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting there watching <laughs> Jeopardy, knowing all the answers. Yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> in the bath. And who the fuck wants to stay at a b and B? I I mean, maybe that's like back in the old days when like you yeah. talk to your neighbors or you wanted to like. When people didn't have social like a grown anxiety disorder. Hostile. It's like a gro- like hostel for old people.
1: Oh, I would but never. Who s- would stay at a hostel after 22? Uh, Ari Shafir? Yeah, trying to well, slay 18-year-old pussy. Yeah, yeah. Choke him for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> He's circumcised, right? No. Oh, yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, it's got to be, right? It. Everyone's seen him. It. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen his dick a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. I was just remembering uh, when I was 13, my friend's younger brother got circumcised. He was 10. What? And I, I didn't know, like, I was circumcised. You know, obviously I've got a huge dick, but I didn't yeah. know <laughs> that they had cut a little bit off of it. Yeah. And so this kid had to walk around for a week with no pants on, because at ten years old they were like, "Yeah, we got to cut this guy." Why Are you shitting me? If, yeah, I think it was like sometimes it, it's a medical
1: thing. Yeah, uh. sometimes it's medical. I've had I've I've had people I've known people who were like, "Yeah, we had to recircumcise my son. They fucked it up the first time, dude." I heard someone say that guys lose their dick from bad circumcisions. I'm sure it's happened. There's such a thing as it? dick like it, cancer. Have to take it off. It gets infected.
4: And they got to chop, like, a and they piece take, of the head off? Yeah,
1: I guess. I don't Maybe know. Maybe,
3: like, an inch or two, or... That's a lot. I can't afford that.
1: <laughs> I, can't, I, can't go, I can't go down to three I inches. Just
4: saw, I, did a set, uh, I did a set with... I'm going to do someone else's bit, but it was funny. Kevin Nealon was... Uh, he was talking about Caitlyn Jenner or whatever, and, like, getting his dick cut off or whatever. Caitlyn Jenner, he's like, Oh, man, I don't know if I would want to do it all once. I'd have him, like... You know, take like uh, one testicle off and, and like come back a week later. Go, yeah, I'm still into it. I'm gonna take the other testicle off and then have them take an inch off every week for 10 weeks. <laughs> and then if I was still into it, I'd say, okay, yeah, go ahead, take the other half off or some, <laughs> something like that. I'm, I butchered it, but that was like the idea. I didn't see it coming.
1: I'm always Wait. shocked when you run into those SNL guys that are, that are funny. Kevin Eland's funny yeah, as shit Yeah, yeah, like, like when you see, like, David Spade I didn't yeah. exp- I didn't- Rob Schneider I didn't expect Rob Schneider to be funny at all And I was like, yeah, oh, I, I m- forgot he was a stand-up I mean, he's yeah. racist, but Here's an interesting
4: Well, he's got an Asian mom, so he can do that That's why I'm one-eighth Cherokee That's why I get away with all my uh, negative uh, Native American material <laughs>
3: I'm one-eighth Cherokee Guys, I'm one-eighth Cherokee I only heard your positive
4: Native American stuff What's your negative stuff? Oh, it's all about, like, wampum and shit I don't know
3: <laughs> So wait, what's a eunuch? Is a eunuch no balls or no is a eunuch balls. And no dick?
4: Dick and no balls, I no think. No balls
1: and no dick. No balls and no, 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 no dick. I, no, I, no balls is castration. Eunuchs no penis.
4: Mm. You
1: watch right? Game
3: of Thrones? Yeah, because
4: yeah. they're in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm. Can don't I they what have what I'm dicks? Doing?
3: So all those su- sullied with the um, the unsullied, yeah, are all no. They're are they? Eunuchs? They have dicks but no balls, right?
1: Remember that eat out scene? He ate that chick out this last season. I don't oh, watch that they've show. They've got no. Can your dick get hard with no balls? That's interesting. Hey, hit me up on Twitter <laughs> if you have no balls. <laughs> yeah, eunuch is no penis. Eunuch's no penis? Yeah, that's what they called me in high school. Eunuch's no penis. <laughs> <laughs> there was one guy.
4: I, I thought they were calling me unique, but so, no, it <laughs> turns out. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question. I mean, it is unique. Yeah. Do
3: kids these days have to shower
4: naked with each other? Oh, if I'm there if I'm their coach they do. I stand there naked with a clipboard.
3: Did you guys shower naked in junior high? Uh,
4: no. Not in junior high. I had to. You really? know it's weird, I never it was like up
3: too. The t te- our PE teacher had an office in the locker room with windows. So
4: well looking into the showers? Yes.
3: <laughs> and we all had to shower naked. I mean, I didn't hit puberty till I was like 15, and and oh, some of yeah. these guys were, you know,
4: full on studs. Italian.
3: <laughs> dude, I remember. I went to f- an Italian immersion school. <laughs>
4: <Yes>. <laughs> I never had. Well, I went to a grade. I went to Catholic grade school first through eighth grade, and there was no showering there.
1: Oh, I went to all boys Catholic high
4: school. That's got to be a shower situation. Oh, dude, yeah, first
1: yeah. day, first day, we're all sitting around, get done PE. I was Coach Siao goes. Uh, all right. Everyone in the everyone hit the showers, and we were like, "Huh?" <laughs> and he was like, "Everyone hit the showers," and we're like, "Yeah." And So we all stood around, like, and like, I mean, the whole freshman class, no one knew each other really. Some kids did, and we were just like slow, like you know, slowing it up. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, shirts
3: off. Yeah, we're gonna take our yeah. time. I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> my, check, my <laughs> ring,
1: and I might not make it in. Yeah, that is your shampoo, shampoo, conditioner? Should I bring them both in? Do they have <laughs> that in there? Can someone <laughs> check oh. real like, quick? Sure, I'll go check. And so we're all sitting there and then uh he's like pull comes out and he's like hey fucking naked now and get in the goddamn showers and we're like yeah 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 so what i do is i decide to reach in my pants and start to work up a chub <laughs> so i'm like if i have a little bit of a chub cause yeah. i can't bring out this yeah and so i grab my dick and i'm just like pretending i have an itch but i'm like come on slapping it like come on buddy wake up yeah. we got mm-hmm. we got a game time and uh coach how comes out again and he's like god damn it and he Pulls my pants down, he goes, That's Chrysler's cock. If you've all got one get in the fucking shower. And here I am Jesus. fucking tugging my dick. And all these guys are like, Oh. But yeah, that was the first time I ever showered with dudes. Oh,
3: I've got some bad memories from this locker room. I so I had, you know, I had to shower naked every day. But then I broke my my nose got broken in a baseball game. Hmm. Uh like somebody hit a home run and like in junior high, when anytime there's a home run over the fence, everybody goes out to congratulate him at home plate. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy that was on deck was just swinging oh. away with—he uh-huh. had two fucking donuts on the back—and <laughs> basically, boom, nails my nose like just right around the corner. And I'm wearing a white uniform, blood everywhere, and yeah. it pushed me up against the backstop. And our teacher—I was this was JV baseball, by the way. Our our teacher, our coach was the keyboard teacher. This guy. He wore a gray sweatshirt that said, I'm going to pump you up.
0: Uh-huh. Like he was I into like
3: the SNL already. bit. Yeah, yeah. And so he took me down to the locker room. And that, this was when, like, in the locker room, you just had, um, like, the, the paper towels. Yeah. Remember those brown paper towels that oh, yeah. were as if they were just sandpaper? Yeah.
4: Like the roll? Yes. Or, yeah. But
3: the brown, like, there's no, they don't absorb anything. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
1: They're just, they're just. They still have them at of, bars uh, and shit. Just shy of loose leaf paper.
3: Exactly, loose leaf paper. It's like a paper it.
4: bag, basically, but like exactly. a little bit yes. yeah. ruffled.
3: And AIDS had just happened, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> blood was like everybody was like, "Oh, yeah. that, he's, probably, he might have AIDS. We don't yeah. know. He's a he's a." <laughs> Fucking he's kid a from thoon. A he's probably got eight. <laughs> he's Washington. Who knows? He's skinny. So he, he took me down to the locker room, put rubber gloves on, oh. and then grabbed a ton of that brown paper towel and just jammed it on my fucking broken nose.
1: Oh. Freshly
3: hit off a of bat.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have such a visual. Same locker room that I, I have. A, I have
4: a similar baseball broken nose story <laughs> that involves no athleticism. <laughs> this is, I was much younger. I was like 10 years old. And, uh, it was picture day for, you know, when you play little league, you get your picture taken. And, uh, my friend Jerry Volpe had like, you had to fill out a form for the photographer. Like you had to give him a check and a form filled out or whatever. And Jerry did not He, the day of the picture we're at the playground and Jerry's mom just like gave him a check. And the form was like filled out and give it to the photographer. So he's at the bottom of the slide filling out the thing and i see him and i'm like oh it'll be funny if i go up on the slide slide down and kick all his shit away and i'm so excited about it i run up and jump down the slide and the fucking safety bar going across the slide i fucking bang my face on it and i'm like full force and then i'm on the top of the slide just like like a dog fucking just, <laughs> fucking like just pushing my face around. My dad's one of the coaches. Everybody's like, what the fuck is he doing? And there's blood like just dripping on my face. And they're like, what the fuck's going on with you? And I'm like, I want to fucking kick your shit away. And I bag my face. And my dad was a fireman, like an EMT. He was a fireman. And uh, he's like, he's looking at me and goes, yeah, it's, you know, it's broken. He's like, what do you want to do? He's like, you want to go to the hospital? We'll go spend nose. all fucking day at the hospital. Or I could just oh. try and set it here. And I'm like, you know, it's a Saturday. And I'm like, I guess just set it. And my dad's
0: like...
4: And fucking sets my nose. And then we get our pictures taken. My nose is fucking just huge, broken. But the me and Jerry, the guy who whose shit I wanted to kick away, had bought those... Those things that people wear when they're laying in a tanning bed that covers their eyes. So we bought those and drew eyeballs on them and had them hiding under our hat. So when they went to take the picture, we put them down over our eyes. So I got uh, a picture of this big purple broken nose and these fucking uh, uh, tanning bed eyeballs. And Jerry, and we both have our pants pulled up to here. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's such a great like. Now that you have kids, there's such a, a real parent moment. Like, Georgia fell out of a truck, and we were gonna uh, we were going we we're about to go tubing, but she slipped and fell out of a truck and landed on her arm. She's like, I'm pretty sure I broke my arm, and I was like, Well, are you want, Do you want to go to a hospital? I'm like, nice We're in the middle. Yeah, we're in the middle of a field. Do you want to do the tube, or do you want to sit in the hospital in your bathing suit? And she was like, Like, why are you putting this on me? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think I think. Well, broke and also, my if her
4: arm <laughs> was broken she would fucking so know right i
3: i this, this similar situation i had a meeting like like a dinner meeting with an associate <laughs> my agent or whatever and i get there and she sits down and we're like i'm you know i'm like oh we we're going to talk about my career i need to turn things around and then i realize i've missed five phone calls from my wife oh and i i'm like fuck all right she's calling again i answer it she goes well towns my son uh, got into a bottle of Tylenol. And oh. I don't know how much he ate. It's children Tylenol. So it uh, tastes good? Yeah, it tastes good. Okay. But yeah. he also won't say if he ate one or five. He's two at the time or three. Yeah, And I'm like, fuck. And she's like, so what do I do? And I'm like, well, we got to go to the hospital. And I was like, hey, thank you for meeting me. I got to go. And so I hopped in my car and drove. It was like an hour long drive to get from the Chateau Marmont <clears throat> all the way to Glendale, you know, whatever mm-hmm. hospital. Yeah. And we get in there. And he's in there, and he's having fun. He's playing with a car. And, and this doctor comes in, and he's like, listen, we don't know how much he ate, so we want him to stay here for eight hours, and we're going to monitor him. I was just like, God, it's like 8 p.m. at this point. And it's like, uh, really?
4: God, it's going to be 16 o'clock by the time. Yeah. <laughs> and so
3: <laughs> then a nurse comes in and says, listen, we don't think you need to stay here for eight hours. We think that he ate, like, a few and even if he ate a whole bottle of children's Tylenol, he'd be okay. So if you sign this paper, you can go. Uh, or you have to stay here for eight hours. Oh, yeah. And we monitor him. Put that on me. And, and we were like, okay. And he goes, so you guys make a decision. And I was like, well, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> so yeah, five minutes later, we're in my car. we were yeah. away, Like, we're not going to do this. I had um. to sign. I'd sign that thing. I was having like chest pains but not real I did cocaine the night before and like the next day we're fucking on a hike and I'm just kind of like ah and it's one of those things where like it wasn't I'm like you never. I think I feel I felt something and then it's just like did I feel it again did I like I'm just like in my head and it's like maybe gas or and then my girlfriend just like we're going to the hospital like let's just go to the hospital what are you fucking doing and uh You know, they did all the tests and it was fine. But the same thing, they were like... Did you did cocaine? Yeah, yeah. Dude, after like you turn 35, you don't leave anything out with doctors anymore. Like when I was younger, they'd be like, so how many drinks do you have a week? Oh, maybe like eight. (laughs) Now I'm like (laughs) fucking 100. I don't know, you know? (laughs) Like, it's like, well, because it's like, like, what am I going to lie to you about? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I drink like crazy. Like, I don't drink every night. But when I do, I have 10 fucking drinks. Yeah, And, uh... Yeah, I did, this is the first time I was like, yeah, I did cocaine last night. Not a lot. I did, like, a couple bumps of cocaine. <laughs> the way, I
1: love the I love that there is a quantification to not someone like, like me and you going, not a lot. Like, I wasn't in the what, bathroom yeah. all night.
4: <laughs> well, it comes, I i mean, so I play darts. <laughs> but if you're... But if you're uh, yeah, but it's, I think it would make a difference where it's like, yeah, I use cocaine all the time. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, did yeah. cocaine last night. The last time I did it before that was probably a year before that. Yeah. And I did, like, you know... Fucking two key bumps or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I have chest pains or whatever. But it was the same. They made me sign a thing was saying. Was it anxiety? Probably. I mean, it was probably just like a it was combination anxiety, of like.
3: like oh, I'm too old to be doing cocaine. <laughs> Why yeah. Did I do it last night and then it starts to pump up.
4: I don't even. You know, I think that like. I don't know. Yeah, it was probably just like whatever. I had a fucking weird chest
1: pain, like from stress or. Fuck cocaine. Because that is the. My problem is like. I, the last two times I did it, and I haven't done it in a really long time, but I remember doing it. We were in New York, and I well, I did it after that also, but mm-hmm. the, this one time I remember, and uh, I got in Chinese food that night, and I was like, I'm going to have a beer and some Chinese food and go to sleep, have the Chinese food, and then I'm like fucking panicking going is there msg in that oh my god maybe i'm having a stroke and i'm like why and then you start mm-hmm. going why the fuck do i do this shit to myself mm-hmm. like i was at i was at jordan rubin's house Do you know jordan Rubin? oh yeah i was at jordan rubin's house i was with these models and they were like hey. <laughs> he was like they were like hey do you want to do coke and i was like yeah so i go to jordan i go hey you, can we use your room to get high and he's like sure so we go into the bedroom, and I take the mirror off his window wall, <laughs> and he goes, oh, I thought you guys were smoking weed. And I was like, I would never smoke weed in your, car, in your room. How yeah, weird is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go outside go to a fucking window. <laughs> this,
3: is, this is his apartment downtown?
1: This is in Soho. Yeah. The apartment in Soho. I think it was Simon Rex. <laughs> Simon Rex, yeah, yeah, sure. Simon yeah. Rex is uh, in uh, typically Nick. Typical typical Nick? I don't Nick know. Got yeah, Nick Swartzen's oh, Yeah, Nick Swartzen's little yeah. thing, yeah. Typical Rick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Yeah,
4: that that
3: resonated with Brandon. Typical Rick? Yeah.
4: I've heard of... I mean, I follow Nick on (laughs) Instagram or whatever, so it rings a bell. I just watched Benchwarmers, by the
3: way. Never seen it. Uh, Oh, yeah? It was just... It's on Netflix. It's a dumb movie.
4: You know what's great? Speaking of Nick Swartzen movies, the Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. 0% Rotten Tomatoes it was famous for. I fucking have not laughed at a comedy more... I can't remember the last time. Really? Me and my girlfriend watched. She was fucking dying, too. It is just... It's straight up fucking retarded. Yeah. And hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) did we talk about Boat Trip on our podcast? We did. Yes. (laughs)
1: Wait, Boat Trip. Boat Trip. You have Horatio to it. Sands and uh,
4: Cuba F- Gooding Jr. <laughs> I just saw that the other day.
1: <laughs> you watched it? No, I just saw that oh. it came up. and I went, You have to. I it's so bad. It. I remember when that came out, and I was like, wow, Horatio Sands is going to be a huge fucking star. <laughs> no,
3: this thing, and within five minutes, these two dudes get on a gay cruise.
4: Yeah, but the they don't realize it's a gay cruise until they've possible. been on it for two days already. They're just like, lots of guys here. Let's <laughs> fucking get some pussy. <laughs> and every, and every dude's like trying to fuck them.
1: And so the whole premise is that they don't know. Uh, it's so bad. It's oh, like, it's real? just
4: one of those, like, logical. Yeah, where you're like, what? We're not allowed right. to smoke. But in it's here, like, right? uh. You can
1: smoke if you want. You sure? Yeah, I don't care. Uh. Yeah. If you want, if you so want to If I he's get... going to smoke, I'm going to smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if it's going to be, be open smoky. The door, we'll turn the AC off and the sound will be better.
4: Uh. Yeah. Everyone
1: right now is like, light a fucking cigarette. But, uh, <laughs> I'm Bucky light Larson. Yeah, fuck yeah.
4: Bucky Larson, born to be a star, is. Honestly god fucking everybody it's hard to find i have this like amazon fire stick that's like jailbroken got one of those. it's fucking right great there on the floor. it's great the with the cody on it the jailbroken Dude, don't one don't say that because they listen to this podcast i mean they got to know it exists um but you know, the Bucky larsen's hard to find ashtrays. do you edit these at all or is this all going to be in the podcast
3: <laughs> what kind um, of a cigar is that? You want one? No, no, no. I got, I got.
1: Uh, Old Henry.
3: Is it? Is it like how much is that one cigar? Not much? No. Like
1: Thirteen
3: bucks. That's like a decent like. Yeah, Do decent. you inhale the cigar or no? No, I
1: don't. I don't. I'm going up. I'm doing. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm being conscious. Can you videotape this or is
4: this for something else?
1: I'll videotape it. Oh okay.
3: Yeah. You know, my dad smokes backwoods. By but the way, I've had backflips.
1: Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know if you guys do. Know we have this. an ashtray. I will say I don't have an ashtray. That was the answer to that. Um, I am doing. Uh, Can we use one of your uh, d- one of the dumbbells here? Yeah. yeah. How would you ask for one a of dumbbell? the? Or no, the weight, just <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the disc Ash, weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ash into the weight. Um. Finally. I am doing. Uh, I'm doing sober October.
3: No drinking?
1: No booze in October. How do you prep for that? Uh, you know, it's so funny. Slow down beforehand or? Not, I'm, I, well, I was just going to stop, but, um, can I see your lighter? Yeah. And But, like, everyone's been concerned for me that, like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm not going to die. You
4: can't, I, like, a friend of mine who was on. a pretty big booze bag was going to quit smoking and a doctor told him, or not quit smoking, quit drinking, and he was like, "Yeah, you should like taper off your body could go into shock if you're used to drinking. I mean, he was like, he's an artist, and fucking was drinking like just drinking every night in his studio, paying like, like a, a couple a day, a couple bottles of wine a night on Hold top on. of like some beer.
1: okay, well, maybe we should talk then." Yeah. I guess I'm going to taper
4: off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but like I've heard that too, where they're I like think everyone but got I think really that's scared like, when that if,
1: actor from True Blood died. Is that how he died? Yeah, the yeah, black guy He quit drinking. And he went cold turkey and fucking was shaking it out in a bed and fucking had congenitive heart failure. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess so, it could. But you're not like I don't know. Look, you're like a party look, drinker. I just had I just had my first drink of the night at seven thirty. We were having dinner with friends. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see these guys in 30 minutes. I'm gonna have a cocktail, but like, I didn't need one. And I jogged there. My, me and my daughters jogged there. So I, I run every day. I'm yeah. pretty. I've found out in, from you know Rogan and Tom and Ari, I'm not in pretty good shape. I'm just in shape. I can run. I enjoy running. Um, I lift weights. I'm, ex- I'm, fa- I'm very active. I, I get over 12,000 steps a day. Yeah. But I do booze a lot. And I, yeah. and I do booze a lot in the sense that I go. Um, I do have to find a healthy way to fly. That's my big problem is I can't fly sober, and so I got to get rid Why? of. That. What about Xanax, dude? Uh, it it does work sometimes, and then sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't give me enough. You know, I oh, and if you take too
4: much. And then you're if zonked. I take too much, yeah. I'm
1: fucking dead for a day. Yeah, and so um,
3: I've I've had a bad Xanax experience before. It's that stuff really settles in. I take it a lot, dude. You do? Oh, like how? Not much? like.
4: Uh, like a half a milligram that's not much uh fluctuates between like 3 and 5 times a week just like it during the it, cuz it's like, not
1: enough to get addicted to but it's not probably not healthy it doesn't take it,
4: it doesn't get well I stop pills. not with it no i don't do it to get fucked up like i do it legitimately especially now I'm like with the kid and not That's that the what, kid's causing stress, nobody. but like work and sh- like there's financial problems. That's when I stop doing, and- doing it. Oh, no, I Because I get fucking because I can't like I'm writing a th- like if I have to work on like writing shit or whatever and I'm in the back of my head like how oh, the fuck like we only like you were saying like you have enough money till February or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not making any fucking money. Like, I'm just – like, you know, the past few months have been the worst financial months for me. So, I need to – I'm just like, I can't get myself spun out about this. I'll just take a Xanax. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down and work on this fucking pilot. And I can think of funny shit instead of going like, fuck, what the – I had this flight once where I was –
3: it was one of those flights where it's like 10 people. Like, how is this – how are we – how is this airline – making money on this yeah and the dude behind me was like hey do you want xanax oh and i go back and end up like finds out he's like you know from fucking iraq or something and <laughs> and he just got out out of war and he's gonna go see his daughter for the first time and while he was there his fucking wife left him married some other dude he's gonna see his daughter for the first time and he was like, yeah, I can't see very well. Like the sunlight like bothers me. And, and so I gave him my sunglasses and I got off the plane and I was at the Denver airport and I called my wife and I was crying and I was like, I just gave this guy my sunglasses. And she's like, are you on drugs I'm like yeah I just had a ton of Xanax <laughs> how much did
4: you take like
3: he gave me like a whole you know like like they, a
1: bar like yeah a two bar. milligrams oh yeah oh, those are fucking aggressive <laughs>
4: well you can't take that whole thing
1: yeah, yeah I got, well, I, you could die from that one for, for me one time and I, I me and my sister split it yeah and my sister passed out I passed out in the airport yeah. waiting for, on the floor waiting for my plane <laughs> And she passed out on her plane and woke up on. Why the Why does tarmac. this happen at airports? Oh, because all that's all my fucking all. all dr- I think there's a theory. I'm sure that someone's written a book about this. That everything is more intense at an airport. Mm. Like I cry on planes nonstop. Oh yeah. When I see movies, I saw Walking Tall. <laughs> with I saw rocks. Blindside on a plane. I cried. Oh my god.
4: <laughs> I don't think I've ever cried. Oh no, you know uh, I did. Uh, remember uh, Mike DiStefano? The, yeah. He was a comedian. He died. Um, this was, I think, before he died. And I was listening to Marin's podcast, and he told this story about like his wife on the back of a motorcycle. On the motorcycle, and I'm sitting on the plane, we hadn't even taken off yet. And I'm like, fucking turning the air thing into my eyes, like to fucking dry them out.
3: (laughs) How many times have you been on an airplane, either hungover or whatever, and you try and turn the air on you because it's so hot, and you're like, this is the only way I can
1: survive if I get this air? coming on me right now oh dude i've because i fly in the same thing every time i wear a hooded sweatshirt and a north face vest so i can zip stuff in my pocket so i don't lose it and the the hooded sweatshirt's lucky yeah and but i've gotten on planes and been sweating so you're afraid of flying oh a hundred percent i have a legit fear of flying that is Probably, I say I'll probably die more from my behaviors on planes, not like being crazy right. or a lunatic, but drinking. Yeah, than I will a plane crash easily. Yeah. It'll be that'll be the death of me.
3: Let me tell you, my I had this flight where I got on. It was from like Schenectady, New York. It was like the smallest flight to Boston, and I was sitting in the bulkhead row, like right past first class. So yeah. you you can't like have a bag or anything, and. There was this elderly woman sitting next to me and she all of a sudden just like, as we were starting to like, right when the takeoff happened, I felt her hand grab my hand. Oh yeah. And it was like a weird thing. I was like, all right, I'll hold your hand. And then we got up in the air and she said, thank you. My husband died a week ago and this is my first flight without him. Oh, I started bawling immediately and she's like no it's okay it's okay i'm like i'm so sorry i'm also really drunk (laughs) drinking at
1: the airport dude. you there is a weird connection you get with people when you're that hammered getting onto a plane oh yeah and you just talking to someone you're like dude i could have been a contractor (laughs) (laughs) um i stopped taking xanax when i had my kids because i had a bad experience with it well,
3: your kids are like thirteen.
1: I know, but I know they yeah, had Xanax yeah, yeah. back then. I still, yeah. <laughs> Xanax been around for a while. Yeah, I yeah. used to be addicted to this shit. I used to take it like candy. Oh yeah, I'd take it all the time.
4: I'd, well, the come like if you get hooked on it, it's supposedly like one of the, the hardest things the hardest to get one off. It of. will
1: take you into rehab if you're on Xanax. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benzos are the toughest to get off of. But um, I, I do one night. My wife goes out to dinner with her friends. I got the girls, so I can't drink, and I just, just go and ah, take a Xanax. I took a Xanax, you know? Fucking half a Xanax sleep. Half a bar, though? No, half a half of, half of a milligram, so a quarter of, oh, okay. a, quarter half, of a milligram. Yeah. Take the Xanax, and I wake up, and both my daughters are in my bed crying, and my wife's standing over me, shaking me, trying oh, to wake me up. Yeah. They thought I was dead. I was just sound asleep. Mm-hmm. I was, like, fucking out, Xanaxed out. And they thought I was dead, and I, ne- I never took a Xanax. I will not take a Xanax around my kids. I'll take it, like... Like um, I do, I will take it. I guess around the kids sometimes, but like I'll take them now. I'll take them at four p.m. If I ever take one, because I know I can sleep solid that night if I have that residual Xanax effect. Yeah. How old were the kids at that point? Uh, must have been Isla. Must have been if they got up the stairs, uh, probably like <laughs> two and Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing probably two and four. Yeah. Ida started walking quick. Make sure your kid crawls yeah yeah. All don't right. let them fu- if they start fucking walking well, put them on the ground okay because I let walk before she crawled and uh, that's it's a sign it's of dyslexia like a- oh really yeah and fucking dyslexia is a pain in the fucking ass
3: I had a moment where I was traveling a ton <clears throat> and there was a wedding and so I went like it's an island in Seattle the wedding was at and I flew from New York back
4: and that's a nice th- I've been there for uh thing no, that island that, uh, what's be? it called? What is it? Would be Island. Is it? No, it wasn't that. What's a, There's another could one. Be. Bainbridge. Could be. there be an could island. Have, there's you know, ba- could have, would have, should have.
3: Bainbridge Island, island would be Maybe Island. Maybe Bainbridge I was yeah. at before, yeah. And I, like, we were all out drinking at this wedding, and I was like, ah, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. And my parents were staying in the room next to us, <clears throat> watching, you know, our kid while we were at this wedding. And I went in, and they were like, all right, you're good. And so I had him, and then. It wasn't one of those hotels where you just have like a key card. You actually had to have a key, like a real key. Oh, yeah, key. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I passed out in the bed and my son was sleeping. And then my wife could not wake me up to get into yeah. the room. Uh. And they had to like have everybody come over.
1: And it was like this thing. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I was sleeping. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's those, that's we were those pedestrian parental mistakes that I remember uh, a guy told me that he got to work, got out of his car. And uh, went upstairs, and his wife texted, did you drop the baby off? And he was like, oh, fuck, and ran down, luckily, middle of winter, in L.A., ba- and he's in a parking garage, baby's just sitting in the seat, been there 15 minutes. But also, a friend of mine
3: has told me a story of a friend of his, who, like, his baby went to sleep in his house, and he's like, oh, I can just go around the corner of the liquor store and get, like, a pack of cigarettes, <sighs> and then lost custody, like, divorce, everything,
4: why because his wife came home or something right? yeah
3: and he wasn't home and the baby was just in the house well and they already weren't getting along or something right obviously
1: yeah, yeah. we just started leaving the girls uh they to... can babysit right george is a certified babysitting age
3: wait certified
1: certified well, my kid a hundred percent how old's your kid I
3: don't know. If she's Seventeen. Your, if she's your kid. I don't know if I want
1: to run. Trust me. Georgia's the opposite. Georgia's such a nerd. She's. Uh, what you should do is have her come over to babysit mm-hmm. one day when your wife has something to do or you have something to do, and just let let her play with the kid. And, it, and it's 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 cheap, and I got to be honest with you, it's better than a fucking nanny because it's Does no she Uber money. over or what. No, sadly this we we lose money on the venture, <laughs> 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 but it gives Georgia good self esteem. <laughs> She babysat for So You have to drive Yeah, her. I drive her <laughs> over. So
3: basically, you're driving your daughter to my house. You know what? House. Let's start
1: with me coming over to drink at your house. <laughs> okay. will <Yeah, yeah>,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: babysit. he Uber over. Listen, I want to drink with Bert, so yeah. can you bring
1: your daughter over to watch my kid?
4: Nick <laughs> has a nice new place.
1: Where are you living? In Pasadena? Atwater. Atwater? Oh, great. Mm-hmm. I wish We're thinking of moving over to Los Feliz.
4: That's where I'm at. Yeah.
1: Why would you guys move? Because because that school is good. This, 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 the, Ivanhoe? No, no, no. The w- the girls I think are going to go to private school next year, and the school's over there, and the drive is fucking beastly. Ribby, yeah. uh, Ribey, no, the fucking Christian one, Saint, Ima- Saint Immaculate, Saint oh, Immaculate okay. or something.
4: No. Your fans know where to fucking. I mean, they already know where my kids go. <laughs> yeah. They know everything about Joe. Joey, her. Joey Diaz
1: and I talked. I was fucking slipped up so many times. It's like, look, if you're gonna, if you really want those fucking kids, you know where to get them. Good luck. I his feet smell like shit. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 parenting misses where you you could have injured your child on. Like I remember one time, I I threw I. I threw a, we had one of those big, big, big uh, bouncy balls, and I tried to throw it up into our loft so that Uh it would be upstairs, and I threw it, and it bounced, and it went right by Isla's head, and she was like, one. Uh Like, like, it would have broken her fucking neck. Uh And I, but you're not thinking. You're just like, fuck. No, you see
4: this? Speaking of... uh...
3: Right here? Yeah? This was last Thanksgiving... I, we, we've been drinking on like, you know, at a friend's house and we were like, all right, let's drive home. And so I'm like, you know, I'm not driving, but I'm carrying him down the stairs and I fell, ripped my knee up, still a huge scar toward, you know, whatever had to have that done. But (laughs) towns remembers it. My son, he's like, Uh, I remember that time you fell. Oh yeah. But I, Literally fell, hit my knee, but protected him and like landed back. Yeah, yeah and that would have been like I could have broken every bone in his body if oh. I would have landed
4: on him. Oh yeah, no, I think about that just carrying a baby around. Like it's... if I just tripped and fell face first onto oh, that's the baby. That happened to me. That
1: happened to me. I've definitely tripped and fall. I remember falling with Georgia one time and just being like, "I take the charge. Here we go, baby." And that's <laughs> when you realize what a, what a being a dad is. You're like, you're like, oh no no no, I'll fucking die. Like I don't I don't get. I'm scared of sharks, right? Like, yeah. but like, well, dude, don't look behind you right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fucking shark.
1: <laughs> and so, and except when I'm in the ocean with my daughters, right? Because I then know, oh no, no, no. If there's a shark, I've got to do something about it. Like, yeah. like I would, I'm like fearless Yeah, when I'm in the ocean with them because I'm like, I need to protect them. Yeah. So like, I don't have a problem, but I am watching them the whole time. Yeah. It's amazing that little instinct that takes over. On
4: topic, but a fun thing, my new favorite Instagram account is called Kids Getting Hurt. It's fucking hilarious. What is it? It's kids getting hurt. Kids doing shit and fucking just falling off of things. Broken arms? No, I mean no, nothing's too. You never see like a leg turn the like wrong to way. That stuff I don't like. <laughs> no, to no, see no. Him. It's not. It's not like you don't see fucking bones get it's broken. Like emotional stuff like their dad. Sometimes, like yeah, like one of them is day. like this little Asian baby and her dad, and she's got an ice cream cone, and dad just like takes a like eats the whole the ice cream off the top, and the kid starts crying. This uh, have <laughs> But you seen, a lot of it is kids <laughs> just have you falling seen that off. Twitter
1: account. Of Hold my beer. Yeah, yeah, I follow that. Dude, Rogan tweeted it out. And I sent. Out, I spent the day watching "Hold My Beer." It's so funny. It's. It's. Uh. I. And by the way, I'm not a fan of. Um, I'm not a fan of stale uh, internet comedy. Yeah. Uh, like the mm-hmm. "Hold My Beer" is a stale internet comedy that whenever anyone someone messes up, and but someone messed up a week before them, they're like, uh, "Yo, Trump, hold my beer." Tiger uh, says, you mm-hmm. know. And but however, this account is fucking hilarious. Because it's guys, guys going, hold my beer while I jump up on this table. <laughs> the like guy getting fucked up on a table. Oh, it's so great. One time I walked in and Isla is on her big iPad. And I go, what you lot watching? And she acts like she's busted. She looks up and she goes, Dad, have you ever looked into YouTube uh, fat people falling? And I, said, <laughs> I said, no. And she goes, sit down. You're going to like this. Oh.
4: Andy Kindler told a story one time about. I'm just doing other people's jokes now. But he told a story about there was this dude in like this gymnasium who's like, hey, everybody, watch this. And he like, he does these backflips and then lands on his neck and fucking breaks his neck and dies. But the fun, like, what Andy
1: said was like, but could you imagine? Your last words are, "Hey, everybody, watch this!" <laughs> I so, there's so many. There are so many comics I've worked with in this business that you like. Like there was this guy. I want to say his name was Drake, and he was on. The, he was a road guy, and his his like neck was a little like cocked. And I was like, "Hey, are you gonna drink tonight?" He's like, ah, I don't drink." I said, "Really?" He goes, ah, "I used to drink a lot." I said, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah." And then one time, I jumped off a building onto a flagpole. Flagpole snapped, and I. Shattered my pelvis neck and you were like uh, so many Stevo has that story of him jumping off a fucking balcony onto it and landing on his face, and that's why his jaws a little crooked and he lost teeth. Yeah. You're like I I've never had that impulse to jump off a building. Right, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so scared of that shit. Towns Van Zant,
3: do you know who that is? Yeah. He has a story of uh just wanting to feel that falling feeling. Mm. And so he, fell backwards off the second story of his houston like apartment that he lived in just to feel the moment of falling and it it it, the only like recollection of it is in a voicemail to his manager where he was like yeah i just wanted to feel what that felt like he had to go to the hospital all that shit broken neck
1: dude it's that guy from workaholics Blake, oh yeah, he jumped off the roof of off the, the roof house and shattered his back. Yeah. Wait, ha, who? Blake, the guy with the curly hair on the mustache. At yeah, a yeah.
4: like a rap party or something, for and they're him. all
1: and he's up on the roof, and they're like, yeah, and, and he, then, that's real. And then he yeah. jumped off onto a folding table. That sounds thinking, like a bit from the show. Uh, right. Well,
4: I mean, those guys, their lives were that that they used the house that they lived in for the yeah for the show. I think.
1: I actually, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, I say this because I'm 44, but I love that show. I that really a funny show. show. Pretty successful. Yeah, I I, I like. Uh, I always wonder. I said to I I don't know if I said this or not. If I was fucking drunk and thought it or said it to somebody else, but I was hanging out with Adam Devine. Or maybe I thought it. And I was like, I was like, it's uh, 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 raccoon or something up in the tree. It's mice. Oh yeah, eating. You'll see. They'll drop the water. <laughs> the oranges will drop. Well, it. Adam used to be the doorman at the at the Hollywood Improv. He lived
3: <coughs> two houses down from me. Really. Uh, when I lived in Miracle Mile, when I first moved down here, and he was a doorman, and he like lived. He was in college, and he invited me over once, and he was like, "Hey, listen, this one roommate of mine thinks you're really funny. She'll totally suck your dick."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "What time?" <laughs> but I, I was sitting with him at at the Tacoma Comedy Club, and he was doing a theater, and I was just starting to sell tickets, mm. and I and I thought, I thought I, he knows what success feels like, but he doesn't know what it's like to be a failure, mm. for like. Fifteen years, yeah, and then or eighteen years, really, and then go. Oh, things are finally clicking. Like, like everyone was like, "Good guy," I, you know. Yeah. He does the road a lot, and then, but then, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a. It's kind of cool to not not be a failure. You make a living, but you're not like you're not yeah. like I said to someone the other day. Uh, I said, I said to Segura last night. I was with Segura and Ari at Segura's pool, and we're having cigars. And I said, "This, you know, this is the first time that anyone cared that I do did comedy. Like, mm-hmm. anyone cared. That, like, if I quit, there would be, I'll, I'll say 15 people that would be like, hold on. You can't do that.
4: Like, uh, like business
1: people. Business <laughs> yeah, people yeah, yeah. and fans. Like, yeah. I, I have a few fans being like, dude, don't quit. I really love your, you know?
3: But what are you doing on the road right now, though? Is it a new hour? Or- I'm doing the new hour. I'm, for, I'm
4: filming it in February. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, fucking raffle thing you do is just fucking genius. Yeah. Is that going to be in the hour? <laughs> Am I to <gonna> eat you. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> all right, Bert, you got to do a new hour, but you got to keep your shirt on and you can't do the raffle. He's like, uh, can uh, I do 15 minutes? You guys want to
2: need another two years?
3: <laughs>
2: I, dude, I...
1: <laughs> I remember
3: you posted once, you were like... we. The bar sold more drinks this week than ever. I don't remember a, what club it was at. It was at. Calgary. And I, I remember the next weekend I was at a club and I was like, how many drinks did you guys <laughs> I was like, are we selling drinks or are, are these guys not drinking or yeah. what's happening? They're like, no, your fans are
4: pretty subdued. And I'm like, all right, sorry. Yeah, that's like you'll get to a point if it keeps going, you'll be able to take a part
1: of the bar. I mean, I know understand. Stanhope gets was, that deal Stanhope with Stanhope some Stanhope and I just had a great, great – Stanhope's doing Sober October with me.
4: Oh, yeah? Well, I haven't I'm going on the them. road with him for two weeks next week. In October? September. No, it's the thir- September thirteenth through the 27th. What uh, if you have
1: to pee? Just pee out back. Yeah, I'm just going to pee in the yard. Yeah, yeah.
3: Just on that swing.
1: Uh, yeah, we sold it to a Mexican guy. He's picking it up tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, we didn't sell it to him. He's taking it down. <laughs> he was like, he was like, uh, if I because we're get, we're trying to redo the backyard. Yeah. But yes, yeah, st- um, Stanhope was telling me that. You know, it's so funny. We were talking. To- I told, originally I was going to do 90 days sober, uh-huh. and, uh, and I reached out to my managers and agents, and they were like, that's just a bad idea. Yeah, And they're like, yeah, it's, you know, your brand is having a good time. Like, yeah. if you're sober, everyone's going to be like, huh... And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm not gonna, you're not going to define me by, by one thing like drinking. I don't really even drink on stage. I do drink on stage, but I'm not like a drunk on stage. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm focusing on the material. I'm working yeah. on the hour.
4: You're not like ever <laughs> sloppy drunk on stage.
1: I've been sloppy drunk. No, it happens, yeah, 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 but it that's happens. not like your thing where it's like, <laughs> oh, you got to see him. He repeats the same
4: joke. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not like
1: I'm not a mess. And yeah. so <clears throat> part of me got really defensive. And was like, hold on, if I want to quit drinking, I'll fucking quit drinking. Yeah. Don't ever tell me I have to drink yeah. to be a comic. I drink because I'm a comic. And then I was like, and I'll, and then I was like, hold on. Well, now I- you have
4: a built in excuse, though, when you can't do it. You'll be like, honey, my fucking managers told me not to. That's fine.
1: Yeah. I'll be like, hey, listen, if you <laughs> yeah. want to fuck a pool, <laughs> it's a business venture. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, but I was, but I do want to, I do want to like reset my, my, mm-hmm. uh, like you know like i someone i was saying this it's hard when's was, the last
4: time you did it for more like a month without drinking it's been a while me too it's been a stretch and it's it's like it's hard not like in the sense of like getting fucked up like i don't get fucked up that much anymore i do but uh i, do, I haven't been on the road a, a ton <laughs> for the past couple of years so yeah i'm coming off uh, a vacation hangover yeah i mean i'll yeah. do but like last it's, night was the oh, one yeah, you just got oh yeah, Arrowhead, yeah. The oh, one hundred percent right. no drinking is tough because it's like you have a fucking day or whatever. Not even like, but it's just like, yeah, I just want to have a beer, and yeah. you're like, well, I can have a beer, but like, it's it's hard to not like, especially when you get older and stuff, and it's drink, hard it's to like, and what's
1: hard, it's, it's hard to go to the store and and not have a cocktail. It's, it's hard to, like... like <laughs> At the store? Yeah, like, yeah, I go to... No, 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 the comedy store. Oh. Uh, yeah, I go to the store. And then I, You're going to 7-Eleven. It's hard to go like, to the grocery like, store. <laughs> I'll take that uh,
4: chimichanga
1: and, uh, oh, yeah, I drank this beer. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so... And, but Stan Hope and I, like, it's so funny, because when you talk to people who don't drink a lot, and they're like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind taking a month off, you know, getting in shape, yeah. being able to, like, Get a good night's sleep get some work done. And I go, or using chopsticks in the morning. Like, you have to shake so bad you can't use chopsticks. You're like, you're like, hey, fuck it. Use your hands, kids. You know, like, that's mine is like, I get, my problem is I'm really healthy. Like, we were talking about that Phoenix Denver run. I'm really healthy all through Phoenix. I'm working out. I'm I'm drinking, but I'm not going crazy. Like, maybe, it doesn't sound a lot like to everyone else, but like, maybe eight cocktails in the night, Mm -hmm. which when they, they start, you know, First one, we were talking first about show. that on yeah. the way over here. It's like when you're on the road, you have like a
4: drink before, like if you're doing two shows, you have a drink before your first show, maybe a drink or two I can't during the show. I can't
1: drink while on stage, by the way. I, I bring while the drink, you're on stage? I can't. I always no. have a drink on stage. I, know, I always have I a drink, I never drink, drink,
3: drink yeah. it. I never drink
4: it. Because... But like before, if you do two shows before you go out after the shows, you've already had five or six drinks,
1: yeah. generally. By the way, my drinking starts at like midnight. That's yeah. when my, my real drinking starts. So I'm I'm only drinking midnight till two, but I do drink more than I think what the average person yeah. drinks. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's I'd like to get that. I would like to get back to the place where I go like uh, I'm like yeah I had six drinks I'm fucking lit.
4: You know what? If you I stopped drinking for a little bit more than a year, like four years ago. Yeah, and when I started kind of creeping back into it, I would be like. After a couple, like, I would have a beer and a whiskey. I'd be like, yeah, I feel that already. I'll just have, like, one more drink, and I'm kind, I'm kind of buzzed. Yeah. But then you kind of, like, creep back it into, like, into it. well, also, like, we can just keep, like, I'll hit, like, you know, I'll throw four drinks, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of, like, tipsy and having fun. That stage lasts between four and 12 drinks, yeah. and then after
1: that 12th, you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta- Oh, I had I had a, um, I had probably what we drank in Tito's right now uh, on Rogan. Maybe half, I, had a, I had half of that, um, and I. But we smoked like three joints, and so oh. I was That's, like, "Yeah, that that fucks me up every time I do." I this. was mm-hmm. fucking lit. And when we got to Segura's house, I was like, I was fucking hammered, and my wife couldn't tell. No one can tell I'm drunk, but my wife's like, "There is something wrong with you." And it was the weed because so I was paranoid. <laughs> my wife knows more than anybody. Last night, I was telling him
3: in, in Arrowhead on vacation, we were like with our friends. They just bought a cabin. We we're hanging out, yeah. And she walks out, and I love greyhounds. Like that's my main drink. Mm. And I she you just had the
1: dogs <laughs>
2: or the bus <laughs> <And> line.
3: We, <laughs> she just I'm a Peter out, Pan man myself. Wrap but... my drink. She was like,
4: Yeah, you're done. Really? Mm-hmm. Just a fresh drink. I was like, All right, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've been meaning if to you tell say you this, so? and it's going to sound offensive, but it's not. Every time I take a shit, I think of your wife. <laughs> because oh, I, like I went to, uh, I stayed at that Ojai Valley Inn. If you, have you ever yeah, stayed there? Yeah. That's the fucking most it's, it's relaxing amazing. place ever. No. But we went to dinner. There's a place called Suzanne's Kitchen there. And I don't <laughs> know anyone named Suzanne except for your wife. And we have, I grabbed like a handful of matches that are on top of my toilet that I light after I take a shit. So I always see the name Suzanne. And <laughs> she I she was like, I,
3: I think like a week ago, she was like, I think I saw Brendan at the uh, dog park, but I didn't say hi to him. And I was like, oh, not a week ago. You should, you should say hi to Brendan. <laughs> if you see him, you should just say hi. Uh, uh,
4: I <laughs> don't say hi that he
1: thinks about you and shit. Yeah, so wait, yeah. So wait, why did you? Because you took a pack of matches. And you saw well,
4: because the place is called, his wife's name Suzanne. Yeah, and so we still have like three books of matches from this place called Suzanne's Kitchen that we ate dinner at one? one night. Yeah,
3: That's, that means a lot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but just seeing that name, there's just a connect because his. I don't know anyone
1: else named Suzanne. I know my buddy Russell Matthews is married to a Suzanne. Maybe I shouldn't have said their full names. <laughs> Ru- my buddy Russ, one—I t- mean, I can't tell the story now. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a grown-up. He's a like he's a he's a pedestrian. Like he can't. I have a I have a joke about this uh, time that me and these four guys went to this live sex show, and I told it in Florida. Oh, Jesus, where? And my, in uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, and uh, I've been to one of those. And my. One of, the, one of their friends was like, "Yo, they're fucking lawyers, man. You can't say their names like that." Oh yeah. And I was like, "What?" And they're like, they're, "That they're fucking lawyers. Like, yeah, they're, they're grownups." One of them's Christian now. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, key. I was like, "I'll just use their first names." And I was like, "Nah, it still doesn't work like that." <laughs> but yeah, the uh, anyway, if you guys want to do, have so, you done October, Boom Chicago? What's Boom Chicago? The room oh, that's, in, uh, in yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. No, I did Tumler. I did that too.
3: Yeah. I did Tumler. I've done Tumblr and Boom Chicago.
1: I will say, like, I, I, I've only, I'd only seen Hannibal Burris perform once in my life, and that was at a club in um, Chicago called Riddle Riddles, Riddle, Riddles, and odd name for a comedy club. It couldn't yeah. have been called that. Why would they call it Riddles? <laughs> and why would it's Hannibal like be a there? leprechaun yeah. run? <laughs> Someone's like, I don't do, do any riddles. I remember my buddy Blair one time in college. We all got high, and he was like hey, uh, you want to go to the bookstore and get a book on riddles? <laughs> like, he's like, I could go for a riddle right now. <laughs> so we went and got riddle books? And we were doing riddles. Oh, God. What the, the fuck have the is a...
4: Joke. Oh,
3: okay. What's that? It's it's a Norm Macdonald joke. <laughs> this is this like, oh, uh, like I know. It's, no, no, <laughs> bit, no. So he did Larry King recently. Mm. And I told this this weekend. Like, this is a joke that you tell to people that don't necessarily get comedy, but they love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Larry King said, like, you... you you know you say your dad's like a great joke teller what's the best joke your dad ever told you and norm was like all right well this guy like an older man got uh memory pills he he had a memory problem so he went and got memory pills and it helped him and he had a friend over and his friend was like oh these pills are helping you like what what are they called and he goes oh um It's like a flower. And he goes, like a sunflower? And he goes, no, 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 no. And he goes, like a tulip? And he's he like, no, it's not a tulip. It's not a sunflower. Um, it's got like a long stem. And there's like these like prickly things on it. It's like a romantic flower. Yeah. And the guy goes, like a rose. And he goes, yes, rose. Rose! <laughs> <laughs> what are those memory pills called? <laughs> I have a similar to me the best joke
4: because <laughs> yes rose, yes. rose! <laughs> this is Rose! when I was a sophomore in high school this is like one of the most unintentional funny things I ever did in my life my teacher Mr. Perry who was like I was failing the class but he liked me he was like a fun guy and he's like teaching all this shit and I'm just sitting there like fucking around and he comes over to me and goes so Brennan you know like I was just talking about all this shit. Where Are you taking notes? Like, where are your notes? And I said, no. I was like, I got one of those. Uh, it was like a picture. Per- he goes, photographic
1: memory. I go, yeah, that's it.
4: <laughs> and he just fucking started. T- but I really couldn't think of the term photographic memory.
1: <laughs> Dude, the hardest I've ever laughed at one of those jokes was like I'd never heard it before. And I was in 10th grade. We were in Mr. Mercadante's class. I sat in the front row. Ty Rodriguez sat behind me. And Mr. Mercandante said, "When uh, when Jesus was on the cross, he pulled Peter or, to his feet. He asked Peter to come to his feet so he could tell Peter uh, a secret. What did he tell Peter, Mr. Kreischer? What did he tell Peter?" And I'm panicking. I can't think of anything. And Ty Rodriguez leans up behind me. Goes, "I can see your house from yeah, here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those those jokes are so great. By the way, the only other the only other one that I, and I that is like that that's similar that's connected to that i went to traffic school when i was 33 uh because i got a i did a u-turn on sunset so i had to go to traffic school go out online or no Uh, uh-uh, no in a class <laughs> 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 so, so uh guy teacher comes in and uh guy guy outside as i walk in class black young black kid is that his, a comedy thing no no oh, okay no, smoking a joint it was back when I was taking Xanax a lot. So uh-huh. I would taking a Xanax in the morning, and I thought, I used to like to double up a Xanax, like find another buzz to attach to a Xanax. Ugh. And so I said, yo, you mind if I take one hit? And he was like, "Well." Oh. So I took a hit. Going to class, kid sits behind me. I sit down. Teacher comes in with a, uh, a baby arm, like a really distinct baby arm, like legit off to the side. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, all right, real quick, let's get this out of the way. Anyone notice anything different about me? <laughs> and like, I'm just so relaxed, I just threw my hand up, like I got it, and no one else put their fucking hand up. And so he goes, "Okay, apparently you see something different about me. What is it?" And I now I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. I can't say baby arm to so him. Like, I gotta right. think of like the right nomenclature you know, the for the physical deformity, yeah, right <laughs> upper torsio. I'm trying to think of the way to say it. I'm pausing, and the black kid leads up behind me and goes, "It's his arm." <laughs> It'd be funny if he was just
4: carrying a baby arm (laughs) with blood dripping out of it. Uh,
1: You know what, can I tell you that? Every time, ever since I've... I I don't say that often, and I I don't like sharing that story because I'm so superstitious, I believe that I'm getting a baby arm.
3: It makes me think of
1: my first laugh. Junior high,
3: Mr. Foster, eighth grade English, and every, like, two days we would have a a silent reading, like ten minutes silent reading in the class. And I farted. <laughs> out loud in this class. And everybody laughed. And I think Mr. Foster was like, I'm not gonna fight this laugh. So he goes, I give that a seven out of ten. <laughs> Got another laugh. The next silent reading I was like, All right, ready? <laughs> shit yourself. And I <laughs> you know, I wish I shit myself. <laughs> I farted again. And it was silent. And he goes, It's only funny once.
0: <laughs> oh.
3: And it, it was like a big moment a so then 2 days later I farted again. Huge laugh. <laughs> and suspended. Really? Oh yeah. Uh disruptive in now, class. Now I'm going to tell someone else's joke. All right. Colin Quinn. This is I think you're going to say Colin Kane. Colin Kane. <laughs> 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 he doesn't have a joke. It's a
1: rape joke. <laughs> call <Colin> it Quinn <laughs> uh, is in class and he went, like grew up in Brooklyn he's in like I think he's in like 8th grade it's the first time he got comedy he says mm-hmm. I heard this on a Terry Gross interview and it was a prominently black class and um, this black kid kicks open the door in the middle of their class and goes hey Donnell and the teacher goes this better be important he goes, <laughs> he goes oh it is Donnell <laughs> Your dad needs the shoes, he's gotta go to work <laughs> <laughs> And I was listening to Terry Gross And it was just so funny Your dad <laughs> needs the shoes, he's gotta go to work <laughs> uh, no,
3: I just got drunk, I think
1: I th- Did you pour more in my cup? Yeah, I did okay. <laughs> I just, uh, fucking Oh
3: what, did it hit you?
1: I know. I took a sip and I was like, God damn it, man. I'm pouring heavy drinks.
3: <laughs> I don't he think take, I'm drunk yet. Takes a hit off the cigar. You're not drunk?
1: Not yet. No. I don't know. You guys went to the <clears throat> bar before this?
4: We had yeah, one we drink. We did have a drink at a so bar. Wait, wait.
1: Tell me about your what, what's the podcast you guys are doing. Oh. Have you started? Yeah. This should be. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> not out <laughs> yet. yet. We're not good at uh, our podcast. We we've
4: don't have a We recorded a few. Uh, it's called Do You Know Who Jason Siegel Is. <clears throat>
1: Do you know who Jason Siegel is? Of course I know who Jason Siegel is. Sober, by the way. You're in the A lot of people don't. Yeah. What? Well, it
4: started with, on my old podcast, The Bone Zone. Uh, you we, the
1: Bone Zone is no longer? We're not
4: doing it anymore. Okay. Uh, and Nick was a guest, and we got in a discussion about... Somebody said it was Randy or Nick. It was basically like... Uh, People know who Jason Segel
3: brought up and, and then I was like, no, people know who he is. And Brennan said, no, I don't think that people know who Jason Segel is
4: like if like because it, randomly, it, was, it was it was it was like my cousin presented as like he walk up to anybody on the street. They know who Jason Segel is. And yeah. I was like, I bet if we just start calling people and asking them if they know who Jason Segel is, most people won't know.
3: And so we decided that like 20 minute versions of it would be interesting.
4: Yeah, yeah. So we started calling people on the podcast. And he, I mean, it was a little ground, more involved. you start
3: running, you, you find out do people know who Jason Siegel is?
4: Yeah. And, they and do most they people don't. didn't.
1: Most people don't?
4: No, not when you're just calling them. But when we were doing it on, on the Bone Zone, we were call calling someone. like businesses.
1: Yeah, let's, let's do
3: a call.
4: And uh,
1: But you
3: have to call like an
4: establishment.
1: No, I want to call. I want to call. Trying to think of anyone I know would be up, like one of my friends what time from is it? college. Uh, it's fucking late over there. I'll, f- I'll find it. I'll figure a name.
4: But it was a good episode <clears throat> of the podcast because we would like call businesses and say, "Hey, do you know who Jason Siegel is?" Who? Jason Siegel? No. And I'd say, "Okay, we'll put your manager on the phone," <laughs> and then say, "Do you know who Jason Siegel <laughs> is?" And I well, don't know. I would demand people get fired or whatever, but. Now, basically, the podcast is we, you know, we shoot the the ship for a little bit. Robin, okay, you have to put it on a speaker. We can't get sued for this, can we? No, no. (laughs) We're just asking somebody a question. Yeah, but so like, yeah, we just shoot the breeze for, you know, ten, fifteen minutes, and then we we go around. Every state Every episode's a different state We call a few places in the state So yeah. you know who Jason Siegel is We have some good stuff We to call to what? Because that's like Our discussion will launch into Like we were talking about tonight. waterbeds How can
2: it be of service to you? To place it to go order Press one uh, Directions and hours
4: of operation well, uh, But Nick was conceived in a waterbed numbers, Press four he, uh, Come join us on at Red Robin We can't and, wait to see you so we were like, do waterbeds still exist? And in we were like, Florida was the operate. state we were calling. Oh, waterbeds. Oh, yeah. Isla wants one. And we got a great fucking uh, waterbed guy. Thanks, for calling Dobbin, the Smiling Burger. This is Brittany. How
3: am I helping you? You say your name is Brittany? Yes. Hi, Brittany. I, I am Nick, and I'm here with my friends Bert and Brendan. And we were just nice. curious. Hey.
1: Tell her we're doing a podcast.
3: We were just curious if you know who Jason Siegel is.
2: Uh, there's two Jasons that used to work here, kind of used to work here. Jason
3: Siegel. No, do you know who Jason Siegel is? That,
2: I, again, I only know two Jasons that used to work here. I talked to work. I to work. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's okay. Hey, Brittany, it's Burt Kreischer. Um, hey. Hey, we're doing a podcast, and you're not familiar with Jason Siegel's work? No. It's, we're debating each other right now, and you don't. You don't know who Jason Siegel is? Never. You, name you doesn't ring like a bell. I live in a box. I don't know. I don't know names. Do you watch movies? <laughs> yes, you, I do. Do you watch uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you don't know who Jason Siegel is? Again, if you told me who he was, then yes. Brittany, I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> you have anything you'd like to promote. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. You have a great day. Brittany. Do you know who Nick Thune
4: is? Thank
1: you. Thank Ask you. her if she knows who Nick Thune is. Walking. That makes me uncomfortable. Play calls make me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, no, uh, I I calls. Calls. oh no! I love a prank call. It wasn't a, oh, no. was a prank call. That makes me uncomfortable. I can't believe she doesn't know who the fuck Jason is. <laughs> and she, she knows the shows. We don't even. <laughs> she <doesn't laughs> watches all his shows, and she doesn't know who Jason is. has got to kill Jason. We're gonna actually do. A I lot mean, he's a guy that.
4: If you walked up to people on the street and showed a picture and said, "Does this guy look familiar?" You go, oh, it's a guy from How I Met Your Mother, probably.
1: What's what, what's the name of his movie? <laughs> Losing Sarah Marshall, uh, forgetting Sarah forgetting Marshall. Sarah Marshall. Gotta, I, you gotta, I you love you, do man. A, movie, a documentary called Forgetting Jason Segel, <laughs> and go around the world. I love this fucking premise. It's
4: a good idea. It's a good like hook for the thing. And I love playing with the phone Still, like I love crank phone
1: calls. You know, I told, I called you. I called him oh, one yeah. day, like, mm-hmm. like. Just independently of everything. Like, I I was buying uh, cables for my podcast, and I'm listening to Stanhope's podcast. Oh, yeah. Doug Stanhope, in my opinion... Is the greatest comic that's ever lived. Greatest body. I mean, yeah. And it's he's, I'm not saying this because he listens to this podcast, <laughs> but he is fucking genius. <laughs> got a God calling Stanhope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone tell Stan, call we're Doug Stan Hope we're talking about. Yeah. We'll he call won't Stan know
3: who Hope. Jason Siegel is. Let, no, actually call him and see if he knows who Jason
4: Siegel is. He probably will. Or maybe. He, I don't know. Start I don't think off.
1: He'll know. I mean he's not <clears throat> that
4: much under a rock. I have it saved under Stanhope. But uh put it on speaker. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> he might be. Oh no, he's off this week.
1: <laughs> He'll answer. I promise. Yeah. If he doesn't answer, I feel like a dick. Hello, sir. Hey, uh, is Bert and uh... I know? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Brendan Walsh and Nick Thune, and we're we're doing a podcast. I, 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 just, I, I just bought caller ID. it's an extra three dollars a month on your phone bill so they're doing a podcast and we wanted they're doing their own new podcast and we wanted to ask you do you know who jason siegel is
2: uh he's an agent
1: guy right no (laughs) no no this is amazing do you have you ever seen how i met your mother no have you ever seen forgetting sarah marshall (laughs) no no one knows who Jason Siegel is. He's like a movie star, and no one knows who the fuck he is. Hang on, I, I do have the internet where I just looked
2: up no, Jelly I, Belly. On, <laughs> jelly Belly doesn't have a Twitter account, which I want to attack him more about. Because, uh, but I'll, I'll look up Jason Siegel. Jelly Wait, Belly
3: Jelly Belly doesn't down. have a Twitter account? Who's Jelly Belly? The the jelly beans. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but I bought these jelly flops. So you get at Big Lodge where they're like. Uh,
2: irregular jelly bellies they get like stuck together.
0: Uh-huh. I
2: wanted to like chastise them about, hey, I I like my jelly bellies a certain way. You know, this hour of the night. Jason Siegel was here
3: Do you know who Jason Siegel is?
2: Uh, I am looking I'm looking at the uh the images on Google looking <laughs> you know, at his face and you still So know. do you know you don't
3: you don't know nothing's now. ringing a bell? <laughs>
2: No, he's not even the he's not even the Jew I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> who's the Who's the Jew that was? He, there's a weird movie where this guy's stationed in Greenland in the military, and there's that hot chick from the.
3: You're talking um, about Ronan. Ben Stiller.
2: <laughs> I can't. I, 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 you, I'm, I'm going to use you, Bert, as a conduit because I can't yeah, hear Yeah, is it Ben
3: Stiller? <laughs> We're, you're talking about Ben Stiller, right?
2: No, fuck Ben Stiller. No, look, I know who that guy is. No,
4: movie in Greenland. It, movie it, in Greenland.
2: He's like a... God damn it. Jason uh,
1: Schwartzman? Jason Schwartzman? Could be. A <laughs> hey, kid oh, yeah, from Rushmore? It,
2: it's definitely a do. Schwartzman? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Uh, hang on, Jason Schwartzman comes up.
1: You recognize? Yeah, I
4: think that's yeah,
2: Schwartzman. Oh, he's the he's the
4: uh, kid from Rushmore.
2: Kid from Rushmore. He's the uh, Rushmore guy. Yeah. So I don't know if he's the same guy from that. It's a very strange movie. You know the hot chick from Ronin? You know the Ronin was the the uh, uh, you know the Nero
3: movie. No. Are you in front of a laptop?
1: Are you are you in front yeah, of the laptop Google right now? Yeah, Google that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a I'm in the what are you What are you guys doing tonight? Are you guys off the road?
2: Oh, I, I'm on uh, page seventy. I'm supposed to do the final read-through of my book, where I I have to send it back with corrections in the margins tomorrow. i like, can't read my own fucking dumb book overnight. So I get to seventy pages and then know after that if there's a lot of fuck-ups i'm not the guy to ask i'm not your
1: typo guy i did that there's i did that either. with our i did that with our podcast i there was uh, shaley had the levels so high that you could hear the fucking uh the waterfall in the background aggressively at one point <laughs> and so i went through and i edited it out every time it was distracting and then at an hour 45 i was like fuck it if you listen to this much of the podcast this is what you get and I just left it in for the rest. <laughs> He's right next to me with headphones motherfucking you for
2: sending some wave file that is way too, but he figured it out. They're like,
1: don't talk to me about this shit. I'm not a tech guy, but I love it when you two fight. Oh, he, he, <laughs> he was like, I got your levels. Your levels suck. I'm going to take care of this. <laughs> and they cranked up everyone. At one point, I think Chad <clears throat> has like an asthma attack and you can hear him breathing.
3: What time is it in Arizona, by the what way? What time is it in Arizona, Doug? An hour or two. At
2: same time as you. Oh, yeah. If you're home. I don't, are you in Singapore yet?
1: No, I leave uh, Wednesday. No, Thursday. Ooh, oh, I'm fucking... You don't want to think about that. Oh, yeah, I am losing my shit. Um, well,
2: no, that's going to be a fucking blast. You have nothing to lose there. I really tried to get there, but it would have made... We have to leave early from here and then get directly to Dallas to start on the road without, you know, hanging with Bingo or anything. But I, I got a good price on the flight, and I I, I completely
1: pictured. Oh.
3: Wait, Doug, I want to hear about your Centerhead
1: airport tour. Rolling
3: my eyes at your act.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, you would definitely have been rolling your eyes at my act. Someone owes oh, oh, you. Here, wait, Nick Thune has a question he wants to ask you. I want to hear about the airport tour. The airport? Yeah, the pub crawl, airport pub crawl you did. Who did you... Oh, well, no, that's a regular thing when I'm trying to hit...
4: Trying to get, like, platinum, diamond, diamond, yeah.
1: I'll do
2: that. So I've I've done that several different times, but the, the last one was to Singapore, and I ended up meeting an American professional poker player... Who is uh, li- living in Vietnam, I think, Thailand or Vietnam, but was going between the two on a layover in Singapore. And then we started playing poker in the middle of the airport, cash money, all in no limit game.
1: <laughs> where did you where did you hit? You went Singapore to or wait, Tokyo to Singapore? Wait, what was I went
2: to Tucson, to Salt
1: Lake, to Seattle, to Narita, Japan, to Singapore, <laughs> and the exact same route back to Japan. Why? How many miles?
4: To so get fucking diamond status. Uh, they, uh, well, because I was
2: flying first class, the, the MQMs, it the, uh, was like uh, 28,000 miles in uh, 70 hours or something.
1: Oh. What were the hangovers like? Yeah, did you did you drink through or did you pace yourself?
2: Yeah, I I, I, I only remember things from pictures I took. <laughs> I saw you had <laughs> one of these. I met I, I met I met Tom Segura the first time doing an airport pub crawl where I ended up going to I, I met him in Seattle and and he came up to me I I only remember it from the picture. I was looking for a sushi place. There's a long sushi story to this. I was gonna, I was gonna bring sushi from the Tucson airport when they had a sushi bar to uh, Dorita Japan and (laughs) complain about the quality, and then come back. (laughs) So I took pictures of the sushi as I went through all these places and in Seattle Tom Segura came up to me he goes hey Doug Stale I'm Tom Segura So I have a, a couple pictures of me posing with him with sushi as I was bringing it to Japan not knowing I'd hook up with Roseanne on my layover in Honolulu and party for 12 hours and piss my pants I did piss my pants that's in the new book that I'm going through
1: you pissed it up uh, on the plane and, or yeah yeah where did you piss your pants
2: no no i we went sort of skinny dipping I met up with Roseanne at a bar the Arnold's Tiki Bar in Honolulu the fucking best day drinking bar ever and I met up with Roseanne there I got her to figure out how to get a Uber excuse <laughs> Between Roseanne and I, I'm surprised we can make a fucking cell phone call.
0: Oh. So
2: so we started drinking at 11.30 in the morning and wound up skinny dipping in our underpants in the ocean in Honolulu and I got her into a cab to go home and I had to piss. But trying to take a piss in Honolulu, like there are all these high-rise, you think they're public buildings but they're not. They're just, it's like,
3: they don't let you like pee.
2: like no the Vegas Strip if there was, like, no casinos. Like, <laughs> so I had to piss really bad, and I walk into a place that looked uh, – anyway, I, there, there was no bathroom, and then – but my mind – you know, when you're ready to piss, <laughs> and your brain says, okay, I'm at the bathroom at the Arby's. I know I can piss now. And the door's locked. It's occupied. Yeah. But your prostate doesn't... Yeah. Process. Oh, wait. Hang on. You have to wait a little bit longer.
1: It just starts pissing you guys squeam. your asshole
2: gotta shit or you You have to piss and you know you can, well, your body doesn't take a retraction.
1: <laughs> I know that feeling. I started, it happened to me uh, yesterday morning. I I went in to go to take a piss and Leanne was taking a shit in the toilet <laughs> and I was like oh I've already started pissing in my head and so I had to piss in the tub and she got pissed that was a flip of words there, play wordplay, a lot of it's that a, it, a lot it, of that it, in the new act, this new hour lots of riddles <laughs>
2: I'm shaking my glass at Tracy right now for one more cocktail that was so fucking cool I, the swap cast we just did in Denver Oh, Wendy Curtis was so amazingly hospitable. Oh, yeah. And then I, I had a posse with seven people, including a co-host, a producer, a, a bartender, and a cook.
1: That was a fucking <laughs> so blast.
2: Jo- Joby's cooking up steaks. Jo- Tracy's bringing us drinks. <laughs> it's fucking great.
1: Um, Well, tell, tell Shaylee if he has any problems to call me. But I, I figured it out. I think mine sounds good. i listen to it. Um,
2: Tell me about this Nick Soon podcast.
1: There, <laughs> Nick and Brendan just started a podcast where they call people and ask them if they know who Jason Siegel is. <laughs> <laughs> I think to
2: go back to Jason Siegel. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, is that really the thing? Right, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, That's the whole podcast. We just
1: called a Red Robin, and the girl answered, and she was like, "Hi, this is Brittany. How can I help you?" And, she, and we're like, hey, "Do you know who Jason Siegel is?" She goes, "We have two Jasons here. I don't know their last names." <laughs> and we're like, "No, no, no, Jason Siegel." And she's like, I, "Like I said, I don't know their last names." And we but said, "Do you, you watch How I Met Your Mother?"
2: Search Jason Siegel looks like eight different people you know, but not quite like that guy.
3: Perfect. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And yeah. so I, I even got on the phone with her and I said, have you ever seen uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall or How I Met Your Mother? And she was like, yes, definitely. And I go, do you know who Jason Segel is? She goes, it still doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> uh, all
2: right. Well, it, the first thing, if you click on Google uh, image search yeah. for Jason Segel, the first thing that comes up is weight loss.
1: Oh, yeah, because <laughs> he quit drinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, no, he has a problem. Quit drinking."
2: Oh, shit, you're going to do that,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah, I told Rogan you're in, but I, I think...
2: Yeah, but I can't do... I, I saw you're doing... Uh, 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 October. Sober October.
1: When are you doing it? I
2: can't do October. Well, what I want to do, I'm going to do... Because the first time I did 30 days in the hole... Yeah. This time, uh, as soon I, 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 I'm going to try to do it uh, Thanksgiving to uh, Christmas, which is 30 days. Yeah, And I'm going to do 30 Days on the Throne, where I'm going to fucking watch that stupid Game of Thrones, two episodes a day for 30 days, and see if my brain can keep up with all the bullshit that I know there's so many characters, just to (laughs) see if my memory retains, and I'm going to only drink... Whatever, three drinks a night, but we're going to, all this bullshit booze that we have, like, we we have a full bar, but there's, shit, you will never fucking drink, I have blueberry flavored vodka, all right, let's try to make three good drinks every night, and watch two episodes of fucking Game of Thrones, What's, and then I'll do some bullshit Chris Hardwick, or whatever his name.
3: Yeah, Chris Hart, What's your favorite ta- drink? Ta- you, ta- are you a grapefruit ta- guy? Nick wants to no,
1: know. I, I, Nick wants to know what your favorite drink is. Uh,
2: my favorite drink is David Tell's joke a lot. <laughs> <laughs> another person we're all, doing we're all another- <laughs> telling everyone's jokes tonight. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that should be another podcast. It's just. My favorite nights are sitting around with other comics doing our favorite other comics. Jokes.
1: <laughs> That's all we've done tonight. We're drinking <laughs> Tito's and sodas. Some, they're smoking cigarettes. I'm smoking a cigar, and we're just telling other people's jokes. Oh, really? Uh, what, what 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 brand are they whoring? Uh, they're t- they're telling uh, Norm. Yeah, what brand are they whoring? <laughs> uh, they're whoring uh, American Spirits. <laughs> The-
2: what, what, what is uh, Tracy? What is that? What is that uh, vodka down there? That Smirnoff. Just grab three bottles we never drank and um, point them out. That is oh, sorbet light, reduced calorie, summer strawberry Smirnoff. Like what are you gonna make with that? As a, as an alcoholic trying to fucking stabilize, yet not seizure up and die. Um, there's some brandy, E and J V S O P brandy, right up there. That one, no top shelf to the left, beside the Campari.
3: Does he like Norm McDonald?
1: No, on the other side, oh. brown bottle. Let's
3: see, yeah,
1: he likes Norm. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah, because one time Norm Norm, Norm Norm tweeted Doug, and Doug was like, "What? What? Right? Didn't Norm tweet you or something?" About what? Didn't Norm McDonald tweet you one time? like uh, I love Doug Stanhope or something wasn't that it
2: oh fucking he's yeah that's fucked with my head what like, he- that would be my like first bucket list thing he tweeted once uh I'll never forget the time I saw Doug Stanhope on TV and it changed my whole entire outlook on comedy <laughs> And then like all these people, like, hey, tell us a story. And to this, that was like two years ago at least. He, he won't, yes, yeah, won't tell the story. I even asked him to write a, a blurb for the book. He's the only guy I gave a advance copy of the book to, other than Doctor Drew, who, was writing, who wrote the <laughs> forward, which is amazing. I've never given anyone uh, like a, such a thorough personal beatdown. And a special than Dr. Drew, and he agreed to do the uh, the Ford for the
1: book. What's the name of the title of the book? Rebuilding Bridges?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this right. is not
4: fame. How
1: do I come off in the book? But I, yeah, do, does Brendan wants to know if you write about him? Wait, is that Walsh? Yeah.
2: Walsh is doing a... How many fucking podcasts does Walsh have?
4: Hang on, I'm Just passing the phone. Now. Just one, just one now. I stopped doing the Bone Zone. I'm just doing the Jason Siegel now.
2: <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to go on the fucking road with you.
4: Did you? Did Shelly show you my merch? What's that? Oh yeah. Oh, I have embroidered hats. I sent him the design. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Well, we're trying to change because when we made the poster. Mm uh or had the poster in development for this leg of the tour. We didn't know that we would be going from uh hurricane to hurricane, so mm-hmm. we're trying to revamp it so we're all like on a uh, in front of a brick wall <sighs> with the just the mic showing mm-hmm. in the tops of our heads Did you ha- underwater. <laughs> Did you have
3: oh, you didn't. <laughs>
2: so hopefully we can get that made this time. Texas to Florida leg. Floodwater Pants (laughs) Tour.
4: Says the guy smoking a cigar in his background. Floodwater Pants Tour. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck. The store's not going to (laughs) happen. Hurricane to hurricane. No,
2: no, no. They'll all be in recovery, so we can do do false benefits. (laughs) A portion of the proceeds...
3: Is Doug doing another that's, uh animal show? Oh,
2: that's that's actually a great title. A portion of the proceeds tour. <laughs> a portion of the proceeds. Portion
1: <laughs> By the way, the hurricane by the way by this speed. is being recorded before the hurricanes hit, so we don't know how disastrous it's been or not been.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be bad.
1: Yeah. How do right. how do I come off in the book? Do I do I sound cool?
2: Oh, no, it's just that the book is mostly just fucking fun road stories, and it's uh, 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 a good time. It's, uh, the the story about uh, us bringing bingo to that fucking light FM station when she was bald in a Muslim prayer robe, and we had her just shuffling in a corner, and then when we went out to smoke during a break, he told him, I think she's 16 years old and a runaway, I'm creeped out, I want to quit the tour, that story, and then, uh, uh, you pissing on the bed uh, the, the night before, I almost got busted as a fucking registered sex offender
3: for
2: <laughs> yeah Yeah. Wait. You,
4: you, you peed on a bed? I peed. Well, I peed the bed, but from the dresser. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna give you back to Bert. We're gonna. I'll see you next week. All right, Doug. We're gonna. We're gonna finish this bottle. I hope
2: I didn't give away too much of this book. Or <laughs> you know, I already heard this. No one in America will buy this book because I already released it on the Jason Seagull podcast. <laughs> that's
3: <laughs> a, that's gonna, a
1: pulled quote, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give you a call from the airport before I head off to Singapore. All right. Yeah, it's a great airport. That's why I went there. They're always voted the best airport <laughs>
2: in the world is Singapore Airport.
1: Oh, well, fuck uh, yeah. Well, I'm spending the night in the... In, in, uh, did you take a shower? Did you take a shower in there? No, I only had
2: a five-hour layover, but there's a hotel in there. <laughs> I own- butterfly You're- sanctuaries, there's a fucking movie theater. It's got everything. Oh, it's I the Mall wait. of America. If America was in its rightful place as the global uh, Trump
4: is Trump is the answer. I'll hang up on that. All right, I love you. Bye bye. <laughs>
3: nice little uh, Doug Stanhope
4: drop in. Anytime he, you need to eat up some time on a podcast, he just makes call me Doug. giggle. You know what I say? Like
1: I always say, there's like. I, I, by the way, and I probably have oversaid this. I'm probably totally wrong. I'd like to hear your opinions. I believe there are people like uh, there are comics that are silly and genuinely like to giggle. And like love comedy, like if and then there there's no businessmen, and then there's businessmen. Yeah, and I don't think I think Doug is one of the silly gigglers. Oh, no, geez. he's the
4: silliest. Like I, I mean, I toured with Doug a bunch, uh, like ten years ago. One time we were in fucking that to be all piss and shit, but we're uh, we're in Chicago, and we're like waiting to leave, and we're both laying in his bed. We had separate rooms, but I was like, it was we were packing everything up, waiting to leave. Yeah. And uh, we started singing that Bobby Brown song, My Prerogative. Yeah. It's my prerogative. And we're farting to accentuate (laughs) it. And And we're like, it's because we had a late flight and it was one of the things where the hotel's knocking. We're like, yeah, no, we'll be out in a minute. Like we had to wait till two. And Doug fucking, it's my prerogative. I fucking shit myself. (laughs) <laughs> On my own project and He
1: shit himself <laughs> and, like, I had to take a shower Just like oh. threw his shitty underwear in the hallway <laughs> How did you meet him?
4: Uh, opening In Austin I did It's a long it's a longish story But I was doing When I first started doing comedy I didn't know What like comedy was I mean I knew what it was Like I used to listen to comedy records and stuff And loved Andy Kaufman and shit and I did... I They gave me my first weekend emceeing at Cap City. And I was like, oh, this is my fucking time to shine. I cooked up all this stuff, had plants in the audience, wore a gorilla suit one night. And <laughs> fuck it. Like, I wore a gorilla suit. I went on stage, counted to 60 in my head, stood there silently for a minute, and then took the fucking mask off and was like, fuck. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And, and then, like, another night, I... Had I had fucking... So I go up on stage and I'm wearing a cowboy hat and a suit. And <laughs> and I go up there. I start telling these jokes. But I had all all, all so these dumb. friends that I had come in. It was in the small room at Cap City. It was yeah. like the Wednesday night show. So it was in the front. In the front. Oh, yeah, nice. in the small room. And they used to have a foosball table in the back. So I had two of my friends, these guys, Scott and Stacy, like this couple. And they're just kind of bickering. Like before the show starts. They're bickering. And... uh And then I had, um, I start doing my, I start doing my show and their argument starts getting a little louder. And then I had this other guy come in with two chicks giggling and laughing with a cell phone ringing and they start playing foosball real loud. So you got like these, this couple bickering or no, there's somebody else had the cell phone either way. So like, I'm just doing these shitty jokes and I have a couple bickering. Somebody's cell phone keeps ringing. This guy comes in with two girls. They start playing foosball real loud. And then I told the bartender, because the bar's in that room, I said, just keep doing the blender after they start doing uh, uh, the foosball. So there's like bickering, cell phone, foosball. Boom, boom, boom. And then Chris Fairbanks comes out of the back. I bought this giant fish from Whole Foods. Chris Fairbanks comes out of the back with a beret and the striped shirt going,
2: Fresh fish! Get your fresh fish here!
4: And then I go And then I bring them all up on say I go Folks you've been had This is my improv troupe Mixed nuts And then like We did these like Really bad improv things And then I did it with This other guy Odysseus I and We're in the big room This time This is one weekend too And uh <coughs> one, I was opening for the Shannon brothers uh, Charlie Shannon oh, And yeah. uh, t Shannon yeah,
1: T-Sean Shannon And um, Charlie passed or T-Sean Charlie died Yeah
4: And um We're in the big room this time, and I have like, I'm dressed kind of like Bing Crosby, got this uh, fucking like cardigan and this like, this uh, like derby kind of thing on, and a golf club maybe. And I'm like telling (laughs) fucking shitty jokes again. (laughs) And then I go, folks my cousin is here and he's like retarded. Like Odysseus, like if he put on these glasses, like he looked like he kind of looked like a retarded guy. And uh, so he's wearing these glasses and I say, folks, you know, like, I don't know if you enjoyed my set, but my cousin's here. It's his birthday. He's retarded or whatever. I said, is it okay if he comes up and tells a couple jokes or whatever? And they go, yeah. So then Odysseus comes up and,
1: uh, tells like he's like, hey, what
4: do you call a shark in a tree?" Like, you know, like five-year-old kid yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What then, do you
1: call a shark in a tree?
4: I I forget what they did. <laughs> there was a joke with a shark in a tree or something. Or something, yeah. I don't know whatever. So, he's he's on stage, he's telling the jokes and I'm standing behind him and he's got like a Hustler magazine in his back pocket. And I go, "Hey, uh Rodney or whatever his name his fake name was. I go, "What's this? Did you get this out of my room?" He's like, "Uh yeah." I go, well, what do you, you like to look at this Fucking makes your dick hard or whatever? He's like, I don't know. And I go, what, do you have a boner in there or whatever? He's wearing khaki pants. Yeah. He goes, yeah. <laughs> I go, well, you know what you do when you have a boner, right? He's like, poke it with a pin. I go, that's right. Poke it with a pin. And I had a safety pin in my cardigan. I take it out. And we had put a... Uh, a balloon filled with fake blood in his fucking pants. Oh, wow. So then he's po- he pokes it, and you just see these red spots start appearing. And fucking oh the audience is like, what the fuck is going on? But I'm emceeing, just like these roads. Like I didn't know, like how it. I didn't know how it was. Like I didn't know, like the MC was just supposed to go up and do ten minutes and be like, hey, don't forget to fill out the comment cards. I'm doing this whole fucking Andy Kaufman fucking you poke it with the setup. You poke it with the so, like, we do. Yeah, yeah, you poke it with the pins. bloody all, his all his these bloody. <laughs> yeah, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that was my cousin. Uh, give it up for T. Sean Shannon. So uh, Margie, the lady who runs the club, was Love like, Margie. fucking, she liked me. She knew I was funny, but she was just like, you fucking asshole. You can't do that. Like, you're <laughs> emceeing. This isn't your fucking, like, whatever, like yeah. Andy Kaufman showcase or whatever. <laughs> and I oh, all right. So they don't book me for a year. Holy shit. And well, because like uh, she thinks okay. I'm a psycho. Why would they? And, you know,
1: why would they? <laughs> yeah, right? the way, yeah. You went to such greater lengths than simply writing a joke.
4: <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking did a new thing every night. Plants in the audience, fake blood. <laughs> Buying fish, fresh fish. <laughs> <hair>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You spent we did that two money. nights in a row in the small room, and uh, the fish they let escaped in the freezer oh, it was so God. fucking smelly by the second night. <laughs> so Margie doesn't let me work there for a year. And then Doug's coming, and she calls me, because she did like me, and she goes, Doug Stanhope's coming, do you want to uh, feature for him? Because I was still, like, doing comedy for that year. And uh, she's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, because Doug was doing the man show at that time, and Doug was already banned. He was banned from Cap City before that, because he had a... Waitress shave his balls on stage He pulled his dick out on stage (laughs) Brendan, this is right up your alley So he, well, the reason he got banned Was Doug pulled his dick out on stage One night, and they said Don't fucking pull your dick out on stage So the next night, he pulled his Balls out on stage and had a waitress Shave his balls on stage And then they were like, we're never having you back Then he got the man show, and they're like, we'll have you back Margie called me and was like, you can do whatever the fuck you want But I was doing like People were telling me like you can't, you're not gonna get booked if you're doing monkey like gorilla costume shit, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and I was like, I want to make six hundred dollars featuring. That was yeah. like my goal in How life. How old were
1: you at the time? Huh? How old were you at the time?
4: I wasn't that young. I was twenty nine, thirty. Yeah. So and I you didn't were start Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I lived. I moved to Austin when I was like twenty three or something. Okay. Um, and then I st- I didn't start doing comedy until I was like. Well, I was doing weird shit at bars. Like I was opening for people, like I did a I would do like a singing thing. I would pre record music and have a keyboard. And like but I would have my mouth full of like gauze and fake blood. Like they would introduce me as like this guy's gonna sing some songs, he's gonna do a Princess Diana tribute. <laughs> uh but he just had like major oral surgery, but he's oh. here to sing like all by myself or whatever. And so I would go up and just like all like blood, like he couldn't understand what I was saying. Yeah. It looked like I was playing. <laughs> um, so I was doing like weird stuff at bars with this. Like, I had a friend who did puppet shows and I would like open for her. Uh But then I met Fairbanks and he was like a real – he was like, ah, I got to go to Houston and feature for a guy. I was like, what's featuring? Yeah. He's like, oh, you do like 20 minutes. And I was like, how much they pay you for that? He's like, go there, four shows, 600 bucks. I was like, that's how much I make loading trucks yeah. for a week. How do I do that? Oh, I'll just write regular jokes and enter this contest. And so, like, I was already, like, doing regular comedy what by was the first time. What
1: joke you wrote that worked? That was your, like, oh, this is a good one. <sighs> you
4: I don't know, mind. I don't know. Like, uh maybe the birthday cake joke about like how way, I just
1: saw someone do that the other day no yeah I don't know you where you get
4: whatever you want written on a birthday cake
1: uh, yep and uh, I just saw them do that in like a in like a Vine or a YouTube video really and I was like Aw, you fucking
4: punk there's been a lot of uh I, I've been being alerted of people where I made these t-shirts like 10 years ago yeah. that said, kill them all, let Rod sort them out with a picture of Rod Stewart Yeah, and sold them. sold I sold them in stores in Austin and then Chip Pope on Instagram was like, I just found the funniest shirt in Amiibo Amoeba record. It's the same exact thing I did 10 years ago. And I was like, oh, I did that 10 years ago. Jim Hamilton still wears the shirt. Yeah.
3: You've always, your jokes always get, like, I uh, one time I stole a joke. I didn't mean to. Your Whole Foods thing. Remember that? No. When you did the Whole Foods Silver Lake.
4: Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: And I just happened to be, like, driving by it, and I took a picture, and I was like. And
4: you knew I was doing that, though, right? No.
3: We ran into Chelsea that morning. Oh, okay. And she was like, Brendan did this. And so Uh I took a picture and posted it, like, thinking, oh, it's funny, not knowing
4: then you wound up getting I credit for it later. Steal
3: it, yeah. And well, then people, you know, thought that I did it. And I was like, no, no, yeah. no, it wasn't me.
4: No, well, you didn't steal. It was just kind of like you were a guy who was excited that Whole Foods was yeah, opening. Yeah. But and since you got were got a comic, like LA Weekly was like, yeah.
3: hipsters are celebrating in yeah. LA because this guy. And I said, no, it's Brendan Walsh. And then yeah. you went on
4: Marin, right, or somebody? Rogan. Uh, I talked about it on Marin. I mean, it was like the mm-hmm. only thing that I fucking talked about for a year because everybody. It was a big thing, you know.
1: But uh, you are—you are like a genuinely—he's a prankster. Yeah, like and you're like you have a mission. Like I always feel like I'm very creatively funny. Like I can do funny things, and then like uh, like I did those I did those uh, those hotel installations. Yeah, those are fucking great. Yeah, like, but like I go. That's my personality is like yeah. Come up with something funny and have fun with it. You know, like.
3: But Brendan will go and change a billboard. And not tell anybody. Yeah, was yeah. that
1: Billboard? Someone just saying he did multiple. The little, one? He did the one in in, yeah. oh,
3: in yeah. Atwater that was like the the chef one.
1: Oh yeah,
4: yeah. Can you <laughs> a picture of that. I have a the the uh, the text one too. The text one is like a crowning jewel because it all fucking worked out. Like, uh,
3: what did it say? It was like it says. It was oh, it Veri- Verizon or
4: no? It's a uh, Metro PCS. That's Louis Katz sent me the uh, the picture for his album for a few years ago, and I was like, "Here, I fixed it for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's so. If you zoom in on the texts, I climbed up. It was a cell phone billboard, and I printed out text <laughs> and put them on the cell phone. Oh, that's so fucking great. And the best time to deface a billboard is at 7 a.m. on a Sunday. And it said, your father passed
3: away last night, and then you wrote back, OMG, what? <laughs> just what? like just knowing <laughs> that people
4: are going to drive past it, and like the few people, like one out of a hundred people, <coughs> yeah. probably are going to read that. But the ones that do would be like, why would they fucking <laughs> put that? Why would they put those texts on the phone when yeah. you're trying to sell phone service? Like, Are they trying to say, like you can get in touch with somebody when serious and you know there's,
1: there's no there's no corporate connection Mm-mm. there's no one no one cares like no one that no. works there cares
4: well that's the whole like the like with the whole foods thing it's just like the thing that Which like makes me laugh
3: true,
4: yeah whole yeah they, they, yeah 5 years later naked. they put a whole wait, foods wait, wait, wait. in our so neighborhood
1: what, what, wait just so if anyone doesn't know what was the whole so foods there
3: thing? was a um A circuit Circuit city City that was
4: vacant for four years. In
3: like the hippest neighborhood of L.A. Yeah. And and they started just renting out the parking lot for like productions or whatever. And there was a fence.
4: Chain link fence around it. And
3: then on a Sunday morning showed up this like huge building. It was a Saturday. It
4: was a – actually, you know what? This might be the anniversary. It was Labor Day weekend. Oh yeah because yeah. I knew it was a long weekend. So Saturday morning at like ten, I hung banners on the fence that said coming soon, Whole Foods Silver Lake.
3: With the with the logos, yeah, everything. did it like really? had it
4: professionally made, did it in mm-hmm. Photoshop, like it looked exactly the way it would look.
1: Yeah. And in a hipster neighborhood, for those of you who don't then, have Whole Foods. That is a fucking. Well, that's like like Silver Lake is like
4: the gayest and hipsterest. Like it's well, the way it came about (laughs) it
3: made sense too. Yeah, like it was a place where yeah, there should be a Whole Foods here,
4: and people were losing their mind because like I knew since it was Labor Day weekend, nobody can get. I did it Saturday morning. Nobody can get in touch with Whole Foods till Tuesday. Yeah, Yeah. so this is gonna have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Did though. That no, like, not until after they Tuesday. They reached
3: out to him, and they were like, Whole Foods came back, and they said there's, you know... It wasn't until after the weekend, though. No, it wasn't. Because
4: I went, we hung up the banner, or two banners. There was one on Fountain and one on Sunset, or whatever. There were two corners. And uh, so me and, like, Tall John way, helped me. That's just me. a
3: guy that paid for a banner. Just a, just, a, f- Well, I, it was just one a, of the f- f- fun <laughs> with thousands of well, people. Well just
4: yeah, people got so and I like by the time <laughs> we went to breakfast cuz we did it me and like a few other people helped me and we go to breakfast and I just looked at Twitter and just googled or like searched Twitter for Whole Foods Silver Lake and it was already brrr, like in an hour. Really? And people were like lose like holy shit, we're getting Whole Foods. <laughs> and I just sat on my computer like hitting refresh all weekend and then it was like and googling Whole Foods Silver Lake and there were like Blogs like East Sider eats like all this. No,
3: I remember when I posted that picture, I got people reaching out to me. Well,
4: they used your photo for one of the stories. Yeah, but then there were comment sections where people were like, "Oh man, this is great!" And then somebody in one of the comment sections said, "I think this is a hoax." And then people were attacking them, rightfully so. Going, "Who would fucking do? Why would they do that?" (laughs) And that's that's my favorite (laughs) thing of like people going. Who would spend fucking three hundred dollars on banners <laughs> yeah. just to fucking confuse and annoy people? Yeah. And that's like that's what I got out of and it. And that's what Brendan will do. What uh was oh, I gotta show you the, the these videos that uh I I pranked this uh and I'm not like a prank master. Like I feel yeah. like I got like the Whole Foods thing was like, oh, he's a prankster. And it's like I'm not jumping out of things scaring people mm-hmm. or fucking it's just hoaxing. The, it's,
1: it's the it's the Joy of making yourself giggle.
4: Well, that's and when you get involved in comedy, because that's like you know I told my managers and shit about like the you gotta pee? the no. uh, <laughs> the the first one I did that was like that Top Chef billboard, and they're like immediately like how do we capitalize on this? And I'm like, well, yeah. this is just to make me laugh. Once you start doing comedy as a profession, <laughs> I'm sorry, like. Uh, well, it's impossible to fucking, like, you lose enjoying comedy, at least for me. Like, you can't, it's hard to watch something without scrutinizing it. Or, like, you know, like, every movie you watch now, you, you know someone involved. and
1: Yeah, it's, it's the enjoyment of, like, I, like when I... When it's I'm like,
4: p- it's that 10-year-old giggle that I'm chasing. Like, when yeah. I'm 10, it's like, I just want to fucking have a laugh for myself. And
1: weave not, another, like, in a selfish way. I think we have two bottles in that bag. Another bottle of soda and another bottle of Tito's. Oh, my God. Yeah.
4: But I have these, like the uh, I have these videos that I'm going to show you that okay. are going to fuck in. You're going to fucking lose they it. go, how
1: do we capitalize on this? And, yeah. then, and, and, then... and I'm like, you can't. It's illegal. And it's just for
4: me, too. I don't have meetings about, <laughs> what, what was is this, you your first that? day at the rodeo? You <laughs> don't know how to open seltzer? And then you drop it. Oh, <laughs>
1: shit. You're making a fucking mess, Nick.
4: You got to the... let the air out first.
1: You got <laughs> to <gotta> burp it. <laughs> It's the thing, like, when I did those uh, hotel, what will the maid think? Uh, oh, yeah. They were, like, I did, like, I just got I got manic about it, and I couldn't yeah. stop thinking about it. I'd go into a room, and I'd, like, look at them differently. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like a beautiful mind where you start <laughs> going, like, oh, that toilet could be a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you get really excited about it. And so I do, like, maybe 12 of them, and, and, uh, and I do them 12 in, like, probably in less than 12 weeks easily. Yeah. Like, once a week, and then... You <clears> don't but, do it anymore, do you? No, because because uh, a book company wanted to do a coffee table book of what would the maid think. Yeah, And uh, I was driving to Vegas. I was in the car with my wife. I was like... I don't even know the premise of this, by the way. Oh, it's like sh- twisting towels
4: you. around to make it look like there's a fucking Way to person. simplify my fucking yeah. art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it
1: is... It is uh, here, I'll show you. It's on my um, Instagram. It was... Basically, I was in a hotel room one time, and I was leaving and as i was walking out i looked and i saw that there was a towel and lotion by the bedstand with the remote control next to it and i was like any insightful is gonna be like oh great i've got to clean up a room <laughs> this guy jacked off in all week and so i was like i should i should throw her off my trail a tad bit mm-hmm. so i took uh, the first one i did is i took an ironing board a heineken a spoon a bunch of pillows and then made a nest of towels on top of the toilet but had the, everything on top of it like I was doing surgery on myself. Okay. So then the maid would go in and go, what the fuck was he doing in here? Like, and she wouldn't even notice. I could have just moved the lotion, yeah. but for me that was easier. And so then, so then I started going like, uh, I said, oh, oh, I should do more of these. Like, really get fucking weird with them. And so I started doing, I'll see if I can, they're right here. I don't know why, why is it when you look for something here? So then I started doing, this is my, one of my favorite ones. I just put, a, a shirt on a pillow, so it looked like a torso, and I put it in the fridge, and then and this left was, it. Yeah, okay. And then left it. And then this one, I just did a snake on the toilet with the fangs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out. And then and then I just I'd get obsessive, like manic. This is, by the way, this is my uh, 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 crowning jewel. Cr- crowning jewel. This is my opus.
4: Okay, very simple. It's the last one. You very did? simple. Yeah.
1: Very minimalist.
3: The most simple is the best.
1: <laughs> oh man. Just a sheet tied tied <laughs> chair to leg. a chair hanging out the window <laughs> in Edmonton. And so I do them uh and then they go viral this is before like viral ability was really a big thing. This it it's like probably seven years ago. They go they go on uh, Good Morning America and every and then all of a sudden like Good Morning America is like this comedian. No one said my fucking name. Uh, By the way, my show's about to premiere on Trip <laughs> on Travel Channel. And I go, they're, This comedian does hotel art and the, mm. everyone's loving it. George Takei then tweets it on Facebook and oh, it wow. legit goes viral. Yeah, And I'm like, Oh, wow. And then the book company reaches out and they're like, Hey, we want to do a coffee table book. And I'm like, Cool. I'm in the car with Leanne. We're driving to Vegas for my sister's birthday. And I'm like, Shit's going off. This is going to be a big deal. This is because this is real. Yeah. I do them. Oh, this is going to be fucking. How awesome. many do you have
4: at this point? Dozen, two twelve. We are yeah, probably twelve, yeah. and then like, "We're going
1: to need uh, probably about sixty-five, eighty-seven. Yeah. I think is the number." And I was like, uh "Oh, you just took and the then fun now out it's it. a job you have. You're yeah. in a hotel. You're like, fuck. Well, I can't. Oh, can I have a late
4: checkout? I gotta figure out. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then and you're then, like and soap then,
1: and uh, a company bought me bought me doing them for as a, as a prank show, but it was just like. I don't know. It was it wasn't funny? It, yeah. Like it just wasn't funny, and I didn't enjoy it. And I was like, I was it like, sucks oh. the life.
4: It's like it's like doing comedy for. Not that I don't like comedy. Yeah. I mean, I love hanging out with funny people, and like you said, like finding truly like Doug. Like when we hooked up, I didn't know who Doug was like they said. Oh, you can open for Stanhope, do whatever you want. And I was just doing regular comedy, but Doug was like, well, "What are you doing? Yeah. Featuring? You should be headlining, or maybe I was. I don't know, whatever. But he yeah. was like." took a shine to me we like fucking because i feel like at that point too like and he still does have like these hardcore fan guys who like lobby to open for him in in different towns and they're just doing like a weird version of what they think doug is and we wound up just fucking having fun laughing about stuff because i wasn't trying to impress him and
1: it's so funny i heard about i remember hearing about you guys because i was a big stanhope fan but hearing about you guys well before I met you. I remember when I met you, oh. I was like, that's so, that's, but it's so like, uh, it's so I, like, the,
3: I made a mess over here, by the way. That's I'm okay. Sorry. It's, it's just club it's soda. Cement floors <laughs> can't
1: hurt anything. <laughs> they so use club to soda to get stuff out of stuff. What was, stuff your, what what was stuff. your first
4: joke? Oh, I can, my So wait, first, who did my birthday cake joke? I don't know. It's all online. The first <laughs> joke that I
3: wrote at an open mic, I mean, the first joke that worked, really, I was peeing. And actually, I saw a friend of mine redo this joke last week at a festival. And I was like, I'm not going to tell him like, that's Roy my Scoble, joke. right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell him that's my joke, but that's my joke. Uh, yeah. But my first joke that I ever wrote was I was peeing at an open mic in North Hollywood at a sandwich shop, Hallenbeck's. Remember that place? Uh-uh. You ever do it? You had to pay $4 to do a set, and they gave you a a ticket where you could buy a sandwich, Hallenbeck's coffee shop. And I was next on stage and I was peeing and I just kept saying over in my head like I walked in on my roommate while I was masturbating. Or, my roommate walked in on me while I was masturbating. And then I said, wait, no, I walked in on my roommate while I was masturbating.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, Uh-oh.
3: Oh, there's something there. Yeah. And so I walked out and opened with it, crushed. Yeah. And then had nothing <laughs> So open with the best joke that I ri- had written to that point, yeah. and then had nothing to follow it. Yeah, but yeah, I walked in my roommate while I was masturbating.
4: Nikki Glaser has a joke about her parents walking in on her while having sex, and it's her parents were having sex when they walked what into year? her room. I don't know. I just know She's just
3: probably right probably now. post me. No, <laughs> well, I don't think it's, it's also yeah. an obvious joke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But no, because you did, you did a. Uh, this is what I hate it's, about me. This is what I fucking want to stop about me because I'm going through this in therapy. Therapy's
4: like, a fucking sham, by the way.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. Uh, my wife yeah. called an emergency therapy today because uh, I was up all night with panic attacks and I couldn't stop them and it was making me crazy. And she so, seemed fine Sanix. when got here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 she welcomed me and she showed me where the pool's going to go. She, uh... What was that? What was I just about to say? Oh, 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 is, that, uh, is this what I don't like about me? But I do like it because it is me. It really is me. Like, I do like comedy. I really like yeah. comedy. You did that on MySpace. Yeah. Yeah, and you did a video of it. This, what is this, like fucking seven years no, ago? No, I did
3: a video. Yeah. That, okay, so that video was on Funny or Die. Was
1: that it? Yeah. And
3: I filmed it with Ruben Fleischer, who did Zombieland and has done, like, a lot of movies. And he had never filmed anything besides a music video and was like, let's make comedy. And I'm like, yeah, cool. He he hung out at UCB all the time. And so we made like a mock video of that. And then he calls me. He's like, hey, I met with like Will Ferrell's company and they're opening a website called Funny or Die or whatever. And they want that video. I'm like, cool. I didn't really think much of it. And then one day this Funny or Die website opens up. And Will Farrell and his like daughter, they did like the landlord video or whatever. And there were three videos. That video, Zach Galfinakis had a video, and my video on the masturbation on uh. the front page of Funny Or Die. And that and you know, the landlord video got like went <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And any video next to it went crazy. Yeah. And our video was right there and that changed my life. It yeah. was like what the fuck? That was your your red. jacket. I had no idea. Your Red
1: jacket set. Yeah, I had my red jacket. I told you about that. Yeah, I've used that. I've used that on this podcast a number of times. Yeah, I've I've, I've said to people. I always preference. I go. Uh, Nick Thune has a red jacket set. It's a set that changed his life. Yeah, but I go. What's your red jacket moment? And everyone has their version of it. It's those are. I mean, I have a few of them where back then, and it was in that moment where it was like you get nine. You get nine red jacket moments in your career. Yeah,
3: I hope so. I hope I. Can. I got a few more. Wouldn't mind, oh.
1: I wouldn't mind 18. Can't
3: wait
4: for my first one.
1: <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember, and and this is, um, like, you came out to L.A. and I was already a fan of yours. I'm talking to Brennan right now, for those of you guys who are, don't can't track my eyes on this <laughs> podcast. Can they see me? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, right. it's, a, it's hard to tell if they can see or not. Yeah. And, so, uh, and so, you were at the Laugh Factory, and... Uh, you you, were you like
3: you perform to the Laugh Factory?
1: Yep, <laughs> I do. occasionally. And no. he goes, uh, he goes. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys hear Gene Hackman died? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm <laughs> on the way back, and a woman goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And walks out the door with her cell phone. <laughs> yeah. And then you and you go, "Yeah, I can't believe it." The hack, they got the Hackman. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god!" And calling, and I hear her go, "Did you hear Gene?" And just leaves, leaves the club. And then he's like, just kidding. He's, he's, you, know, you guys didn't realize how much you cared about Gene Hackman. Yeah. Huh? This woman never got the yeah. second part of the joke. She he's just got still, used in Gene Hackman. He's still died.
3: alive.
4: Go home. Write him a
1: letter.
3: I had, I had a tough set. Uh, this is actually learning like not okay to do. The night that Heath Ledger died, Uh-oh. I went up <laughs> to the Laugh Factory and I said, I heard he walked off the ledger.
4: Hmm.
3: <laughs> and this woman stood up and goes, I'm his friend and I came here to laugh. And you just ruined my night. Oh. And I said,
4: fuck Watch you. the rest no, of, of my say. You'll laugh, <laughs> You'll laugh you West. get raped, bitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it was like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't just be yeah. touching on death.
4: Yeah, the people died. Gene Hackman's still alive, too. He's a, a,
1: he's a, he is a glowing model. What a great for example any fucking of fucking guy. He's in, you know, he didn't get his career until he was 50. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with, I'm cool with showing up at 44 and people going, I didn't know you did stand up. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Cause I got 18 years where I've been doing it and I, I know I can do it competently. Yeah. And so then when they go, God, man, I didn't know you did stand up. You're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's all I do. Yeah. It's, it, um, I'm such a fan of comedy. It, it, like, I love... But are you watching... Do you watch specials watch, no, on no, Netflix? No, no, no. You can't. I, I get, watch... I Norm changed. McDonald's you Norm is Norm, the His yeah. newest one is That's so good.
4: Because... But Norm is, like, a guy that... He's the best. Like, Dude, that... He, he shaped my fucking, fucking... But I remember, like, being a kid that the whole wiener... Like, wiener dog, yeah, fucking chewing on your neck, like, <laughs> about, like, a dog that could, like, kill you, but you have, a, like, a wiener dog, you fall asleep, and... It starts <laughs> chewing on your neck. Tries to cut you. You wake up. You're, hey, get out of here, you fucking wiener dog!
3: <laughs> but you, you said Jordan Rubin. Yeah, he. I did a set one time where Norm McDonald was on stage when I did my set because of Jordan. Jordan's friends with like Norm
1: and all these guys. Jordan's got. Jordan's oh, got. Jordan's I, got legit networking skills. Mm-hmm. Like he is so good at that. There's a there's a bunch of guys that I know that are good at like, like Segura's amazing. And making friends with famous people, like and he does it in a genuine way where they fucking go, how can I help you out? Like just and you, I always go, I'm bad at that. Like no. if anyone wants to be my friend, I always go, oh they want to have sex with me. Like even dudes, well I'm we fucking, don't want to fuck you. Yeah, yeah, obviously. exactly. But wait, what were you gonna say about Jordan Rubin? No, I met
3: Norm through Jordan, and yeah. it was like the best meetup of my life. I mean, I think Norm McDonald is
1: probably my president the the best dude he the king i had one of my favorite moments ever uh backstage of the store it's norm mcdonald rogan i i like i want to say bill burr like it was just everyone but norm mcdonald's holding court is right before the election he's just holding court and he's just fucking he's like but does
3: I, he do stand-up
1: like he doesn't yeah. go to clubs yeah, he, goes to, he does the store a lot now when uh Whenever? Oh my God! I would love to see that. Yeah, he's the because you know, Adam's really good friends with him. He's, he's like, like
3: the most living legend of anybody. I think.
1: Oh, he's the best, and he he mm-hmm. held yeah. Mm-hmm. We're well, all yeah. sitting back. also Well, in the he's green one room. of the few guys that everything he says is funny.
3: Like he's just. Yeah, because hey, he's not yeah. trying to impress anybody. I heard that one time he had that a special's TV, amazing too. He had a TV show, Norm. Yeah, and. He goes into, like, this is just a story I've heard. It might not be true. Yeah. And there's, like, a meeting with the executives. And they look at the script and they say something. And Norm's manager, wh- whoever managed him, was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. And Norm goes, this is coming from a guy who's molested children. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? It was fucking weird. And, like, everybody walked out and it was, like, super odd. <laughs> And the guy was like, "Why would you say that?" And he goes, "Because never speak for me.
0: Uh, yeah. Never speak
3: for me. <laughs> yeah, or else I will tear you down." <laughs> Dude, <when we laughs> this were... is coming from a guy who's molested.
1: When we were backstage, <laughs> uh, it was it was a bunch of us in the back, and Norm's giddy. I don't I don't think Norm does drugs, but maybe a vape pen was being passed I think around. He's
3: super sober. Actually. I think he's super sober, yeah. but
1: maybe a vape pen was being passed around. So we were all hitting it. He always says that he doesn't drink, but I I wonder.
4: Like, I don't know if he does. He, I don't think you know, he drinks. Like, I saw him. He has a cigarette on stage, and he never, but he never lights though. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like pull out a lighter and he just lights up. This is right before the election, and he goes, "Yeah, uh, you know, Bill Clinton raped a woman." <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, "Honey, goes yeah, raped her and bit her in the lip. Yeah, chew on that." <laughs> 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 we're all like, "What?" <laughs> he's he's fucking uh, he, man. When I. Yeah, I, I can't say enough good things. He was one of those guys that I would Google, and I'd, I'd watch his YouTube thread. Oh, yeah. Oh, and his, be like, every fucking... Well, the Conan
4: with the fucking it's uh, greatest. carrot top he's thing.
1: Corny.
4: Oh. It's, uh, he's like, it's called uh, Box Office Poison. Goes, no, actually, it. it's called Chairman of the Board. Yeah, but board spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> he's the best. He... Him
3: on Letterman is great, but him on Conan is great too because I feel like him on Conan is like super relaxed, because Conan wasn't like Letterman yeah. to him was the god, yeah, he was a god, and then Conan was just a friend,
1: yeah, kid. It's like it's yeah, it's it, it. Oh man, I wish that was still available. What the, the idea that you could do loose late night television like that? And not have it, like, scripted out. I don't out. think they you ever... can, though. I mean, if you, like... Conan's probably the closest you'll get. Yeah. Letterman was... I take that back. Letterman, I take that back. Letterman was, like, when it, oh, they were like, you'll do this, this, and this. And then I went on stage. He was like, uh, so you uh, know Rachel Ray? You <laughs> yeah. did Letterman? Yeah. Right there. <laughs> oh. I was on the wall. Back Damn. wall. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so we, I, they come out and they go, like, you go do three minutes... And uh, and we got to keep it tight. I'm, I apologize. Uh, Shia LaBloof went long. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I go out. Shia LaBloof? Yeah. <laughs> he was on the show. Uh, How old was he? This was, uh probably s- six years ago. And so they're like, um, he's just going to ask you about your travel channel show. And, uh, you know, it, it was a really like, it was, it was, it was yeah. nothing. Uh, the, the Stangle brothers got me on it. They're like, he's really funny. And they're like, he maybe he'll want you to tell the machine story. Maybe I'll want you to talk about fighting a bear. I don't know what he's gonna want. And so I just go out and he goes, So you uh you know Rachel Ray? And I was like, Yeah. But but I, I started by laughing. Because I yeah. got out there and I felt so silly. Because I walked out and Wait, you did stand up and then did this? No, no, I didn't do stand up. No. I just paneled. Really? Yeah. Patrice O'Neal calls that a big dick move. Because he was like <laughs> he's like, he like, I'll panel on Letterman. I ain't doing stand up on Letterman. Fuck, I panel. And so I remember him hearing him tell that to Todd Berry. <laughs> He's like, you'll still be doing stand-up while I'm paneling, motherfucker. I just saw Todd. Yeah, well. A- well, Brennan has it. A- I love, I love <laughs> you and Todd's back and forth.
4: Dude, me and my girlfriend will be on a fucking hike or whatever. Because my- I get alerts every time Todd tweets. Oh. <laughs> and, and I'll be like, uh, hold on, I got to shit on Todd. <laughs> I can sit out. go, all right, he took, okay. Can, uh. No, so recently I was at a festival in
3: San Francisco. With Kroll and uh, Jason Manzoukas. Mm-hmm. And we got back to the hotel. We were all in a shuttle with Todd. And we had a dinner reservation at like a secret place that only Nick Kroll can get into. Yeah, And Nick yeah. was like, all right, see you, Todd. <laughs> and the next day, Todd was like, how did you get, you went to dinner with him? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm surprised you got in. And I didn't. I'm like, well, we felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's.
1: Shit. I mean, that's
4: worse than anything I've ever tweeted to Todd. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nick, I, I don't.
1: I don't know Nick Kroll at all. I've met him one time. Hmm. The this guy. And I was at the. And I, if he if he doesn't remember this, I'm completely fine with that. But it, he wasn't doing anything. Hmm. He just has a very recognizable face. Hmm. And uh, I got I got uh, off stage. Anti-Semitic. And he was dark. like. And I got it. Went over to the bars back when it was the way it should have been. It should have stayed. At the improv? Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. Why did they do that? I don't know. And so he goes, if they were smart, they'd spend a million dollars to put it back together. Yeah. And then would, uh, you know, that was the, anyway, oh, I shouldn't have said that because I know that fucking my management listens to this and they own the improv. Carey. So anyway, so what? But uh, so I got off stage and Nick Kroll came up and was like, you are hilarious, man. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, oh, it's good to meet you, man. I'm going to get a drink. And then, uh, I left, and I was like, "Oh!" And then I saw him on TV. Like shortly thereafter, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's the kid that said I was funny." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he fuck. And then he did his the Kroll Show, and I, that fucking Canadian character that he did. I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh, he's funny. funny as shit." I mean, I'll pass on the fucking play, but <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> we I get it. it. You and Milani get to do stuff <laughs> that no one likes <laughs> now. By the way, that that live, that play live, yeah, so
1: funny. Was it really? Oh, my God. Was it really? Yes. It seemed like a, like a Billy Crystal. Bit. No.
3: My friend and yeah. I saw it in Montreal, and we were like, oh, my God. This is like the best live thing.
1: It's and on Netflix I, now. And then on Netflix. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking watch it. Tomorrow, I'm going to get on the treadmill, and I'm going to watch it because you said it's funny. On Netflix, not the
3: same. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, You can watch stand-up live, but yeah. watching a
1: play live is tough. Here's, here's, it's still funny, but it's not the same. Here's the the problem I'm having with specials on Netflix, is that I have a million fucking options at my fingers. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm about to go off on Eliza.
4: Well, now that you have that fucking
1: uh, uh, let's let's start there. Oh, we'll put a pin in what I was going to think of. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to no, say? No, I can't do it. I don't don't then. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't like. Yeah. Uh, I go on Netflix and I start a special, and I I don't. And then that's you make it
4: six minutes tops.
1: Oh, no, well, no, no, no. You get 30 seconds with me. Yeah. You get 30 seconds. And if you make me laugh in 30 seconds. How about mine? But even
4: then, it's like what? you can't.
1: Mine. I haven't I'm seen ne- yours. You haven't seen it? On Netflix? Yeah. No, I would have definitely watched yours. Oh, wait, you where? got a folk hero. I'll tell you right now.
3: But you have to watch this, Eliza. Do not watch it. Just watch <laughs> the end of... Uh, What's the one where she has her tits out?
4: She's all naked, covered in blood or something.
3: What? And at the end of it, no, 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 no. She's just naked. Freezing hot. I don't know. And at the end, she walks out and says, Should I go back for a curtain call? And they're like, Well, you know, and she goes out and she comes back and she goes, Somebody needs to call the cops because I just murdered. That's good. And that's Mm. the end of the special.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, are we oh, going to listen to the Nick's, new Seinfeld uh, thing came out? Oh, it hadn't come out yet. Uh, that's yeah. I'm, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of anything overthought out. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to do Rogan yesterday. And I put on a hat and uh, and um, and I I I, I, I I I cut my bangs really bad. <laughs> I saw that. That yeah. was so funny. And so uh, I was like, so I got to. That's wear a hat. Their own hair. I was Like me, because so I was just trying to p- p- get some lag time for this next haircut and so uh, I was like I gotta wear a hat I put on a hat and it happened to be a Houston Astros hat and I was like nah I can't do it I can't do it because then people are gonna go oh he thought that out because I noticed it once I noticed it I was like oh that's fucking horrible I can't Um, I watched Ryan Hamilton's no search Nick Thun Ryan Hamilton's Mark Maron's is here too real I've always enjoyed watching uh, Maron do stand up Thinky pain. (laughs) <laughs> oh i did not watch yours yet shut up
4: here i'm gonna email you i something. definitely have
1: not watched yours no, new you wave entertainment it. is that different than you gotta get in that It's it. i already like it i like it because the music there's pe- uh, no, pe- a
4: is that that's your email right b-e-r-t yeah
1: Live at the Bell House Nick Thune folk hero I like the set I like the buffalo up top I like what you're wearing I like that they seem like they're actually fans and it's not a big audience no
3: that's I did it at a rock club so it wasn't like uh... thank you thank
4: you is this the podcast though? (laughs) just going another hour? (laughs)
1: So much for being here. I know it means a lot to you. I'm I'm here. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm yeah, in. you're in. I'm in. No, hey, I just. So uh, I'm, in, is... I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm oh, in. Okay, so so in shooting, I'm I'm getting ready for my next special, and I'm like, you, you gotta open with a joke, man. You can't you can't be. You like, have to have it be tight up front. Yeah.
3: Not being a dumbass. Not like trying to overdo it. Simple.
1: It's it is also the thing that separates guys like Bill Burr and. Myself in two thousand nine when I did my first special, and I was like, I don't know, like I don't know how to interact with the theater. So I'm going, Hey, what's up? Like you know, like ah, Irvine. You gotta be calm. Like (laughs) you know, like I'm sitting there going, like come on, like you gotta go up. You gotta act like all those people are sucking your dick all the time. Yeah, this is how this happens. Mm -hmm. This isn't my first rodeo. What did you just send me?
4: I emailed you a couple clips of a thing that I did on a gossip (laughs) show.
1: (laughs) On a gospel show,
4: gossip. Oh, is this is live
1: uh, Oh, you wait, you showed me this the other day Oh, I did show you that to you When you at All day. Things Comedy, yeah uh, So wait, what's the name of this? It's called the OMG Gossip uh, I'm not going to play this guy because he might sue us He's the kind of guy that's like uh, So it's OMG and so you, <laughs> you bring it out
4: Well, there's no way to find it online
1: Oh, for real? Yeah, no, because they took it down Oh yeah. It's a live
4: Can show Do you post it? I, a- anytime I do, they take it down Oh, then I'm the not The only play place it. to put it... No, it's fine. You can play it. No, Well, but there's no... You're there's not going to see side.
1: any... So uh, he showed it to me the other day. This is what happens. It's a OMG Gossip. It's well, a, they
4: hired... Or I'll, I'll, yeah, you the, tell um,
1: me. They
4: contacted my agent and said, we would love to have Brendan Walsh on our live gossip show. It's a streaming gossip show that you Skype into and talk about gossip. My agent forwarded it to me. And said, listen, I'm they sent this to me. I have to send it to you. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. But <laughs> yeah. if you want to do it, you can. I watched a couple clips, said this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Tell them I'll do it. <laughs> and then I put an ad on Craigslist, got a guy to play me <laughs> at my house, brought him into my home, <laughs> my yeah. fucking pregnant girlfriend. And uh, the guy, is uh, he did a great job. He so, and that's what I said to my agent too. I said, "I I don't even know why they're, they, they're. I guarantee you, they don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah, they must have some kind of Twitter algorithm of like uh, p- verified people or so. I don't even know how how they how I wound up in this mix, but I guarantee you, they don't even know who I am. I'm going to hire a guy to play me. So I hired a guy to play me. We talked to our producers with a red beard. He's fucking jacked, too. <laughs> and they, like, we're waiting there in my place. We go live. They go, okay, we're going to go to Brendan Walsh, see what he has to say. <laughs> uh, transportation. What is something? The guy had this thing worked out about Home Alone. And uh, <laughs> he's like, ah, transportation through zip lines or whatever. And they're, like, talking to him. The guy's full screen. The guy I hired. I'm standing off camera. And I go, hey, man, where's the laundry detergent? And he goes, oh, hold on. That's my roommate. And they're like, oh, man, we're going live. And he stands up, and he's got no fucking pants on, full yeah. dick and balls. And they go, whoa, we're going, oh, shit, we're going live. Oh, you don't know what's going to happen? So then I go, I fucking want to do that again, but they're never going to have me. And yeah. I have this fake gossip character on Twitter called Rene Yeah. So Rene Fabergé tweets... To OMG Gossip, and says, "Man, you are fucking great gossip." Wait,
1: Renee Fabrije is at one of your Twitter ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have your kid and your mu- and your ex wife too. I have too, Trevor
4: right? Walsh. Well, Trish got fucking banned for threatening Still? the. Still banned. Yeah, they did. They took her thing away. Why? She threatened the uh, cash mail side. How about that girl? Because she, the cash mail side. How about that girl follows Trevor, and they were tweeting to each other because Trevor was coming. To Los Angeles, and Chelsea peretti promised Trevor a ride in her limousine, and then the Cash Me Outside girl was like, "Chelsea, is this correct?" And because of course she's a fan of Chelsea's, and then followed Trevor, and they were communicating. Well, and an Trish, girl, right? What's that? Is she an Oakland girl? Yeah. Well, no, I don't know where the Cash Me Outside mm-hmm. girl comes from, but then Trish threatened the Cash Me Outside girl, and then they closed. Trish's account. Uh, um, that, was,
1: that was that was one that even comics were like, "Yo, Brendan's got a kid and an ex wife," <laughs> and everyone's like, "I do." I was like, "Yeah, I guess so."
4: <laughs> uh, but so, Renee Fabergé contacts OMG Gossip and says, "I love your gossip. I'm a gossip guy too. I would love to be on your show." Boom. Renee Fabergé gets emailed. Are you available on Wednesday? And uh, and also, this goes out to anybody. OMG Osop, actually. There's not two G's. OMG awesome dot
1: O like OM Gossip.
4: OM Gossip, yeah, all capital OMG. I kinda like, kinda like the name. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, they do it live on Wednesdays on the uh, West Coast. I believe it's from like five until six. Either way, go to the com or dot TV You can Skype in. They take calls, too. So Skype in with a question and then stand up and show your dick to them. Get dicks on this show because it's the fucking most pointless fucking show. I saw it. But I got on as as Rene Fabergé. So I'm wearing my Rene Fabergé costume, Skyping in again. I hired a guy. Actually, the same guy Nick hired. Dick guy. You can get a dick guy for 50 bucks. What's it
1: called? Tucking? Ducking
4: No
3: the guy that I had The dick Models in Nick's t-shirt yeah.
1: Where he's yeah, just what's, wearing what's, a t-shirt What's it called what's it, When your dick pop, pops out of your shirt Oh turtling Turtling yeah. Oh yeah
4: So Nick actually It turns out Cause like I hired this guy This is a different guy From the, <laughs> the first guy, guy.
3: Like, No I worked with Nick Thune <laughs> He's like I just
4: did a photo shoot With Nick Thune last week <laughs> Uh and he's like, just like this dick Why guy for like, I put, I I
1: put hire. I would hire the guy now and just have him come over and just like, and redo
4: things. <laughs> things. I, I put an ad on Craigslist saying like, you basically saying uh, comfortable nudity, 50 bucks, whatever. I can't so, believe he responded. He did. I used them twice, actually. Say, and the second one, for 50 bucks. The second one so, didn't air. I used Wheeler Walker Jr. was going to do it. Uh, to, for real? Well, let me do it. So I go, so I so do Renee Fabergé Wheeler? on there. And the, I'm on again. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, it's great. He's like, what's your best decision you ever made? The host or whatever. Go, my best decision is emailing you and getting on the show. And then I have the dick guy come out. Dick comes out right next to my right face. To your fucking And head. the guy goes, hey, have you seen my pants? And I'm like, <laughs> they cut it. <laughs> so then I wanted to do a third time. And Wheeler Walker Jr. fucking loved the uh, the other videos. Yeah. I said, dude, you should get – he had a new album coming out. I said, get booked on fucking this OMG gossip thing. I'll get my dick guy. I'll get my dick guy. (laughs) He's
1: like, it's going to be 75 So we go,
4: and we fucking – and we dodged a fucking bullet on this, too. So we go, and Wheeler's standing – I have a fucking picture of Wheeler Walker's fucking at the computer waiting for him. There's a guy standing there with just a shirt and no pants right next to him waiting to come on. They keep putting them off, oh, and they go, uh, this is they're, going. they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll be on after the next segment, next segment, and we're just sitting there waiting, we have to watch the whole fucking horrible show, and I'm there, like, recording <laughs> it, but I have to keep deleting it, because it's taking up too much memory, <laughs> and, uh... What we don't, and then they, so they fucking, so they get to the end of the show and the producer comes on. Oh, well, here's, the, here's a funny tidbit with the Rene Fabergé thing when the dick comes out. Cause you talk to a producer before you yeah. go on live on a Skype. Producer? Yeah, yeah. And they, so the <laughs> Just, dick guy comes out right next to my head. Hey, have you seen my pants? And they cut it. And the producer in my headset goes, that wasn't funny. And I go, that's <laughs> fucking subjective because <laughs> I'm fucking pissing myself. So the wheelers <laughs> talking to the producers during this whole show. And they're like, why have you on? Sorry. It's next segment, next segment. Then the show ends and they go, Hey man, we're going to, sorry. We ran long with one of the real housewives from fucking shit town or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck that. I'm pissed. Dick guy's not pissed. He still got paid. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, fuck this. He emails his, uh, um, what do you call it? The fucking, uh, Promotional publicist, Publicist. yeah, and is like, uh, fucking tell these motherfuckers they didn't fucking put me on because the publicist set it up. He emails the OMG gossip people and says, Fuck you, I'm gonna tell everybody, I'm gonna tell my because his publicist handles people. You're not gonna have anybody on your fucking show, stick to your fucking shitty. Sends him this angry fucking email, yeah. He gets an email back the next day, forwards it to me during the show. Because they have like, they interview other people on Skype and they can all, everybody can see each other. This one Skype girl, while she's doing the interview, her kid is in the background and keeps coming in and hamming it up like, hey, or whatever. And she's like, oh, that's oh, my yeah. son or whatever. this 10 year old kid. In the email he gets back says, well, you know, that's weird because uh, our producers saw a reflection of a naked man. In your sunglasses And we did And then they grab, have these screen grabs of tweets We see you, Duncan Trussell And Brendan Walsh are all friends I hope you weren't planning on Exposing yourself to a fucking Nine year old boy <laughs> And we're like That didn't even dawn on me When I'm seeing the kid running around I'm yeah. just like, come on, get the wheeler So we could show the dick oh, and get the out kid's of
1: here Definitely watching Dude, it.
4: well the kid's there The kid would have seen it And I yeah. was like, holy shit We fucking dodged a fucking bullet. Like, if it had worked out, they would have a solid, like, they just exposed themselves to a kid. I mean, whatever. No publicity is bad publicity. Duncan was involved? Well, from the tweets, because like Duncan <laughs> loved the fucking the original ones and kept putting it on live leak and shit and tweeting like he was like, "What do I say, man?" And I was Uh-oh. like, "Just say I keep ruining your favorite gossip show. <laughs> like Duncan has a favorite like- online gossip show. But here's the thing. if you're listening at home, OMG <laughs> gossip on Wednesdays, they do it live. You can call in on Skype. So have a dick on and standby, dick. and just like try to get as many dicks on this fucking show as possible.
1: <laughs> Poor OMG gossip. Fuck OMG some, gossip. Some guys, some guys with a dream to talk. A dream a to talk to fucking like <laughs> dude. That is some the shoe most, designer. That is the most about- vacuous part of this business mm-hmm. is anyone who just simply wants to be famous. Yeah. There's no. I get so. I get butt hurt. I can't tell you, man, I uh, 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 I'm fucking biting my tongue, but I'll say it uh, anyway. So I'm drinking. I don't mind acting. No, yeah. But I but there is a part <laughs> of me that goes <coughs> is could I just be an actor? Could I be uh uh not Chris Pine? Who's the guy that broke up with Anna Ferris? That Chris guy Chris something. Ferris or something? Chris <laughs> What a Chris. What is his name? He's Chris, Chris P- P- Pratt. Chris Pratt. Could I be Chris Pratt? No. No. Not even mm. fucking close. Not even remotely close. No disrespect to Chris Pratt, but I could not sit in a costume mm. on a set waiting for them to set up lights and then someone going, "All right, say the thing we told you to say." Yeah. I have a real problem with someone telling me what to say. I have a hard th- I have a hard time with someone telling me what to say. I don't mind do- it. For real? Yeah. Oh, it it's easy me. money. Oh, dude, it, oh, it cuts me in half. Like, I, I can do my own shit. I love it. I can do my own shit. Like, we're in development right now to do a sitcom. or' well, not a sitcom, a single camera show. I'm cool with that. I, I'm cool with that because it's my project. It's my dream. It's my, me and my buddy doing it. I'm cool with that. I'm not... I, like... Well, I, you're
3: you're dealing with your fan base, and you hope that more more people like it, right? I mean, that's no essentially. I know, like,
1: like when like when somebody comedy, hires you, all things comedy, and I did these shoots. These the little bar thing
4: shoots. is one of the best fucking ideas ever. What's that? The one star bars. Oh yeah, idea. Yeah,
1: yeah, Um I don't mind those things, mm-hmm. but like we did a shoot to promote my Australian dates. Oh yeah, I was, was there that? It was day. acting. It was straight up acting, and you know. I I was genuinely more interested in how they were setting up the lights and yeah. why they were setting up the lights they were and why they were putting the camera where it was than I was in in sitting off to the side. Like I get a weird thing, like a weird energy of drinking too many diet cokes mm. and and having too many bags of chips, where I'm just like, I don't want to be doing something. I'm fucking losing my mind. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and like it was fun and they were fucking fantastic, but deep down inside, I was like, I was like, hey, I gotta um. I, I I'm I this isn't this isn't what I got into. No, it's not stand up. It's not stand up. And that is ultimately I think I want the I want to write direct direct create act and star in. So I would when never you feel
4: I could never good when them. you
3: do stand up, you get a response immediately. Yeah. And acting yeah, it's that immediate it's like gratification. a
1: very not immediate feeling. And I have I have what you know, they said Ronnie Dangerfield in uh, in Caddyshack, uh he did like the first two takes and he was like sweating. And then he went off to the side, and he's like, I'm fucking bombing out there. And they were like, no, you're killing. He's like, no one's laughing. And they're like. Not allowed to. You're not allowed to. That's because we'll ruin the take. And he was like, oh. So then they went around. They were like, hey, this next take, just break the take and make Rodney feel like he's killing. Because that's me. I have a hard time when I think I'm not. Like, I don't know if I did well when I act, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and so to, to walk away from a set and go, how was that? Did you guys like that? I, not enough. For, I need people to like be like. I can.
3: Somebody can give me a look, and I know that I got them. Like, really, that's what I love about acting. Is what like,
4: everybody has to fucking. Yeah, you. I'd be the worst fucking director. Like I cannot not laugh when something's oh, funny. Yeah. Like I just it's, but I think it adds to like when I'm, like shooting something, and like when I try to. Uh, <laughs>
1: What I try to not fucking not being responsible, <laughs> 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 but I do me. like,
4: uh, like when I'm holding it, I'm just like,
1: <laughs>
4: like just oh, the break. I, I can't. Yeah.
1: My favorite time to laugh is when you're not supposed to laugh. Yeah. That's why I, I look for those in life. Like I went to, uh, I went to my daughter's, um, my daughter's Christmas play one year and, uh, Joey had been over here the night before and we ate edibles And I had a panic attack and I freaked out. (laughs) Don't do
4: weed. I I stopped.
1: I still do weed every now. I did it yesterday a bunch. When it's uh,
4: figure out like, because I figured out at a certain point, I was like three out of five times I do it. It's not, it's not only not fun. (laughs) It is the opposite of like where I'm like, everybody I know is against me. This is all like fucking like deep fucking like reality issues. And then like an hour or two later, you're like, I'm fine. But that wasn't fun. Yeah. No, it was never fun. But no.
1: the, so the laugh was um I we eat the edible, I go I go in, I, I say goodbye to Joey, I go in and I think I'm dying. And I have one of those <laughs> nights where I'm like I'm like, okay, this is this I'm a grown and up. And you came home? i I'm, we were here, we were in the man cave. Mm-hmm. And then I go into the uh my bedroom, I sleep, I only sleep like probably four hours.
0: Hmm.
1: I wake up And your up. wife is okay? My wife I shouldn't give a shit. Um she did not even care. She's like, "You're not going to die from weed." I, she she doesn't like me doing. She doesn't like. She doesn't mind if I smoke pot. Today was the first time she was like, "I'm looking forward to sober October." She goes, "It's going to be good for you," yeah. and I'm dying to see because I get very introspective when I stop drinking and I start realizing stuff like, "Oh shit, I haven't made any decisions uh, sober." Yeah, like, all my decisions have been hungover or drunk. Like in my life, like, yeah. "Oh, let's have kids," Ugh. <laughs> you know. And so, so. Uh, she goes, hey, it's Christmas play, you gotta go. I was on
4: L S D when we conceived our kid. Are you you're not being serious? I'm one hundred percent serious. Are you fucking I was on me? LSD and Molly, I think. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and that <laughs> fucking had me and scared you just for her. I was like, like, I'm gonna come in you. Well, it was like her decision. We had done it a few times, but she was like, I know my like I can't get pregnant fine just do it i can't get pregnant well like no because
1: like her she knew her like what if you cycle. find out what if you're that becomes how you make a picasso maybe
4: That's- i don't know well i was like scared of where i was like and she asked her doctor and stuff with like well if the dad jizz no that jizz was, was on lsd Basically, doctor said it doesn't matter
1: what the fucking jizz. Does. I was on Xanax and alcohol when we had Georgia, mm-hmm. and Leanne took a Xanax and drank margaritas the night before she got found out she was pregnant. And Georgia's much smarter than I. Look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, we were, we, and we were clean, varilla. Um But so anyway, I have this edible sitting in my body. I wake up. I'm still very, very high. Very high. I we get to the school and we run into our two best friends are like a, at school at your kids school. I'm, I'm still very high, um, but it's by the way. I never go to school. By the way, really?
3: Like I'll drop them off, but I I do not want to be. I'm like hungover or whatever. Oh, like
1: I don't want to be here. All our all the parents were all like that mm-hmm. at our school. All the parents were like that. Joey Diaz's kids are going to my school. Like all the parents were like that. So not all the parents, but but a lot of us wait But how partied. old Joey Diaz has kids? Joey's got a, yeah, he's got a, uh, she, I think she's starting kindergarten soon. Jesus. And so um, so I go in, and it's all the parents that I know, and I t- a couple of the dads, a couple of the moms, I'm like, uh, they're like, Bert looks rough. She's like, Joey, everyone knows Joey at our school, because Joey is like, comes to my house for Easter and Christmas, uh-huh. so all the parents know Joey. She, they were, she's like, Joey Diaz was at the house last night, and they're like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, and one of the moms, my f- good friend Sandy's like, uh, she's Vietnamese. I'm gonna do an accent, but it's not racist because <laughs> I know her. She goes, "You smoke weed? You smoke weed?" She had really broken English, like a legit immigrant. And I go, "Yeah, we ate edibles. I'm really still high." Christmas song starts, and it is the twelve days of Christmas. But because we are a progressive, liberal mm-hmm. charter school in the valley. They can't do Christmas because that's really exclusive. Uh, so they, they mash them up. They do the 12 days of Hanukkah. So you get a little bit of both. Except, except, except there's not a lot of things predominant in Jewish culture the way yeah. a mockingbird <laughs> yeah, or a yeah. golden ring would be. So they simply <laughs> run through the menu of a deli. <laughs> On the first day of Christmas, my true love gets to me. Matzah ball soup. On the second day of Christmas. Or no, <laughs> of Hanukkah. Of Hanukkah, my true love gets to me. Two pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> and so an we- agent
4: named Josh. <laughs> I, start, I, start, I start laughing
1: so fucking hard because I'm, now I'm perfectly high. And I start laughing so fucking hard that all my friends start laughing because they know that I'm still on this edible. And I'm fucking holding my chair trying to hold it in. And I thought I was going to have a fucking stroke. I literally was like... By the time they got to black and white cookies, I am fucking like, are you shitting me? Not one Jewish person could have looked at this script and been like, this is just fucking recipes. Oh, I loved being a parent. Yeah, it was a good time. I feel like they're so old now that I go, oh, fuck. Oh, should fuck. we end it? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, no, a friend of mine just got really great news. I can't share it because it's private. But um it's uh it's a fighter. Mm. Um but uh so but yeah, I I like I like I like being a parent. I liked being a parent. I mean, meaning like I I would I'm jealous of you guys of like where you're at. That's the fun part. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, my oh, baby's a good so size now. Fucking fun, man. Mhm. And I will tell you the one regret I have. I shared it with Ari the other day, is I worked too much when they were growing up. And I know that yeah. like you were like financial stresses in your head. You are like, I don't know, man. It's just like, like if, if, if they called you up tomorrow and they're like, Hey, we're gonna do a forty week tour. You walk with like fucking two hundred thousand dollars. You are like, I am in. Yeah. But but yeah, but no. Like that, that's well, that's like that's, that's, that's what m- happened to
4: this tour with Stanhope. I am like, I don't want to leave for fucking three weeks. It's fucking little baby makes sense though it makes no it's sense. fine it's it's like yeah i'm not but it's it is like you know those first few months are pretty uh like she's just
1: more fun every day Oh, uh, dude i i had a really hard time connecting with georgia because georgia was born and then and i was broke i was broke 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 like i owed money yeah um i got i got a tv show and then I didn't, I didn't realize I had to pay taxes off of that money. Mm-hmm. And so I just spent it all. And then my agent was like, or my financial planner was like, manager was like, um, you owe like 40 grand. And I was like, fuck. I called my dad. My dad just giggled. He goes, oh, well, I'm going to be in a man, son. <laughs> He's like, good. He goes, get, get, a, get a job. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll tell you what. He's like, so I called Aaron. Aaron at the Improv gave me uh, three weeks back to back to back in Miami. Miami and West palm uh, David Tell Daniel Tosh, and louis c k mm-hmm. and I got paid seven hundred dollars a week. They flew me out and they put me up in a hotel yeah. every week and that got me out of the hole financially so I could buy groceries and stuff and i and then and then I worked every single fucking week that entire year yeah and I, but I, like part of me goes is
4: it is it worth it? Well, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Be a fucking grocery store bagger? Like what do you what else can you do? Do you get a
1: day job and just work out at the improv? I
4: Is mean, that, that's not going to a little
1: bit, yeah. You have to. I mean, like I just did the road and I feel like I missed out on like yeah. I really I really 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 when I'm fucking 60, I will look back at my life with genuine regret that I, for the past 7 years I was on the road with Travel Channel Every yeah. week, every, every, I was two weeks out, one week back, two weeks out, one week back. And a lot of times that one week back, I do the road, but I was like, I was, I wanted to buy them a house. I wanted them to have a house. Yeah. I wanted them to have a pool. I wanted them to have everything they wanted. And I, the only way I knew you had a pool getting put in this week, right? Yeah. This week. But well, I, you like, can't
4: like all, if you did the other thing though, you'd fucking have regrets the other way. Like that's just the way life works.
1: Oh, I, okay. That's a really great question. So, what regret would mean more to you? What regret would, would lay way heavier? You're 60 years old, you're retired or whatever. 70 years old, you're retired. I hope I make it. No, no, no. <laughs> you giving up, or are you staying with it? Like if you were like, I stayed with it, I did good for my family. Well, you I stayed really, with it till never, retirement. Yeah, no, but I, I never saw them a lot, or I, I, I gave up early, and I, I think now all my friends are famous. I think I could have done it.
4: Yeah. That'd be impossible. That would to fucking with. kill me. Yeah.
3: Well, if you think about the people well, like you where like you're at now, and like, you look at you're... your dad, I want my dad to stop. But if your favorite actor, you want them to keep going, right? Yeah. So it's like a weird back and forth.
1: I was in a car with a club owner one time and we're going to press. He was, how old are you? I was like, I think probably 42 at the time, he was like, how long are you going to do this? And I was like, it was the first time in my life I ever heard, I ever heard that in like a way like, hey man, you're kind of depressing. Huh. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, hold on. I'm friends with the funniest people in the world. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a good comic. I don't, I'm not, maybe I'm not selling tickets, but like, I'm a good comic. Like, I'm doing good press. And by the way, why do you have to be so mean this early? Yeah, right. I got yeah. to do press. <laughs> but I remember he was just some fucking guy just being honest. And I was like. I go, I think I'm going to do this forever. And then I started, like, this is going to sound really depressing. But, like, I started seeing the side of a business where you go, like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get why people get into drug addiction. Yeah. You know, like, and you go, fuck. That club? I won't say it. (laughs) San Diego? No. (laughs) A great fucking nod. I'm gonna have another cocktail. Is anyone gonna have another you cocktail? No, I'm done. Really?
4: I will have one oh, more. I'm drunk.
1: Like a, a little tit. I'm, I'll take
3: a tit. Okay. <laughs> is it San Diego? No,
1: is it wasn't. What? What? Is it what Go was bananas. Oh, St. Louis. Ooh, St. Uh, Louis. Yeah. And it wasn't the owner. It was uh, the manager. Because I, I can't shit on Mark Rose. No.
3: No, I don't I don't I don't deal with yeah. Mark. Mark is helium? Yeah. No, oh, I don't yeah. like him. <laughs> <laughs> I will go against Mark any day of the week. What? Yeah. I got drugged. What? Yeah.
1: Hold on. Don't say anything, I'm gonna have to fucking edit it out because I'm not editing anything out. A yeah. little tipsy, right? Not much. Yeah, just a little. Okay. I'm gonna have a halfer. You want a half her, Yeah. That was more than a. That's good, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell oh, me. Well, the drugged. Unless I have to. Wait, it they out.
4: drugged you at Helium? Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's not a. Uh... <laughs>
1: now you gotta tell it just to offend him.
3: No, I'm not gonna tell it. He wishes I would tell it. Wait, they dr- Wait, what do you mean you got drugged? I got drugged. Somebody and dropped something in your drink. My opener and I got drugged yeah. in I've Philly. Been drugged before in Philly in. Yeah. Fi-
1: no. Wait, hold the mic uh, to Portland? Your
3: mouth. <laughs> North Carolina.
1: Oh, okay. Rally. Wait, they have a helium there? They Wait, bought Mark... good nights. Yeah. Oh, okay. He does good nights now. Yeah. I'm so not this wasn't talk that rally. Don't talk about it. I don't think yeah, you, you didn't talk about it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: you've <laughs> talked no, no, enough.
1: I also fuck
3: that guy, by the way. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> well, now you can talk about whatever.
1: Fully. Really? <laughs> no,
4: yeah, fuck that guy.
1: There's a lot of like uh, yeah, I, uh, I I I love Mark. I have nothing bad to say about Mark. Really? Oh, I mean, I could say some bad things, but what do you have to I, say about him? He's a no. good guy, right? No, I I Mark was supporting me when I was a young comic and got me in it Philly and introduced me to all my press contacts. And when we did my when we're doing my special at the Troc in February, um, <laughs> what they uh, they were like, hey... he's an executive producer. <laughs> no, I, they were like they were like, hey. You know we don't have to include Mark in this, and I yeah, part Mark's of me was a like, piece of shit by mark, the way part of me was like, I was like that's not fair because Mark has been integral in my growth in that in that market, and so i i was I remained mark growthman Mark <laughs> you know this is fucking just gonna come back to haunt me. I'm getting yeah. a text from Mark right now. We should just call Mark <laughs> well,
3: Mark is actually a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. I yeah, will, I don't. Know I will that. sit on By that way, forever.
1: I'm only laughing because, like, usually when you go on a podcast, you're like, oh, "I'm not going to say anything." But like, oh, Let's not bring up Eliza. <laughs> no,
3: no, Eliza and Mark are their enemy. I mean, it's actually the enemy of
4: what we do, right?
1: Uh, oh, oh, I was on the funniest fucking chat. It's thread. how you feel, and then you say it. Sorry. That, yeah, I be- mean
4: he doesn't work me at the helium clubs when I was there.
3: No, I'm doing the, the punchline actually in Philly. Yeah. Because I room. will never do a helium ever again.
1: <laughs> Not now. <laughs> because Mark is a piece
4: of and, shit. Uh, what's his name? Ben uh runs uh Punchline. Guy that used to do helium.
1: I just ran into the punchline comics a bunch of the owners of the punchline, uh, and I guess they're AEG. No, no, no it's, it's Live Nation. Live Nation. Live Nation came out to my shows. How are you doing on Smokes? one I, in, uh, yeah. I have one. I don't have any cigarettes in here. That's all right. Um, they came out to my show in Phoenix, and they were like, hey, uh, we were in town for a meeting, and we wanted to go see a live show, and Molly said you were here. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, we got a club in Philly. And I was like, oh, I'm doing the truck. And they were like, oh, fuck. And I was like, yeah, but the truck's not, I mean, that big. No. Uh, seated it's probably
4: well, seated seven hundred maybe? Six hundred.
1: Six hundred seated. Yeah. But uh yeah. Philly's I love doing Philly. I, I will the miss the
4: punchline's like four fifty. Yeah. It's huge. I fucking the I did it um but I'm not knocking the club. I'm knocking myself. But it was it was they were pretty it was a pretty new club. And Thursday night show. I pro- I had like 250, 275 people. It felt A empty. It felt empty, though. Yes. I didn't have curtains yet or anything. and I mean, I would love to go back and do it. I mean, I love Here's the thing. Working those clubs,
1: that's what, this is what those but clubs But it was like,
4: offer. I was like, ah, there's 275 people here and it feels empty.
1: I know. And then why can't And
4: then the too- comedy sucked on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were bad.
1: Yeah, I was like what the fuck, guys? You came out in a gorilla suit.
4: <laughs> yeah. Dude, those were like, I wish I stuck with that shit. Like that's I should have moved to LA then.
1: I would pay to see you in a gorilla suit doing your act, but I can't hear the words. Yeah. But you still do the momentum like you you're killing so you drop the mic like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um Yeah, I think uh those 450 clubs I like them. I like them cuz if you do uh if you it it it's a it's a better way to make money in a market, in my opinion. Well, yeah, you well know, for because, you, yeah. Well, no, but, but I think and- for for all of us, because say it's like say you could move a thousand seats in a weekend, right? Yeah, the percentage or the the pay the amount you get paid to move a thousand seats at a four hundred and fifty seater club, you'll never get that at a theater. They just you'll never get that. Ooh, yeah, and so like theaters are great. Rock venues were the shit, but then I think they got oversaturated with like bad comics. Like I think there were a lot yeah. of comics in LA who were like, who "We're like, fuck clubs. I just do rock yeah. venues." And you're like, "And you're like, yeah, but maybe you shouldn't be working anywhere." Yeah. And then they set up a tour, and you're like, "You're like, oh no, like you're putting a bad name on comedy." By the way, same shit happened with road comics going like, uh and Funny Bone. I fucking murder." And you're like, yeah. "Nah, man, you don't. It's yeah. Just a bad fucking comic." Skyline
4: Appleton sold out every show. It's like every show just I sells out Appleton, no matter who. I've never been yeah. Appleton. I think, fan. I think I'm going there. Uh, condo okay. situation. That's another place that I turned down in what? the past year. The uh, condo skyline because they have a condo. I mean, I don't want to shit on like, but I had heard when I first started doing condo it's like, oh, the the guys that run it are fucking the coolest guys ever, and you should. They have this condo. The guy's mom cleans the condo, <laughs> but they have like, <laughs> like I was there like in February. Like they have this, <laughs> like you day. walk in, no no, <laughs> no, 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 just at the, uh, at the end of the week, but you share the condo with the MC and the feature cause nobody lives in Appleton. So guys uh, drive from Milwaukee and you pass. walk in, there's a fucking dossier on the table of like no guests, no fuck. Take your shoes off this. There's a lockbox over the thermostat. And like, I was there like in February, it's freezing I'm like the, th- the fucking thermostat's on sixty two or whatever, and I can't turn the heat up, and uh, and then they do shit like summer money, where like and I work there in the summer, where they're <laughs> like, oh, you get like half the regular pay because it's the summer months and it's not good, and I'm like, every show is still fucking sold out. Why am I getting paid half? You
1: should be getting paid double.
4: And also, it's like it's not easy to get to. There's a, there's no way to avoid a layover yep. or two. Fuck that and, and the condo thing It's like Because I don't even know If there are hotels there I mean I'm sure There's a fucking days in But But I, I was like I'm not gonna fucking do that For the money they were offering And I've had great times there I mean I That's like When I f- first started doing Comedy in Austin Like I I did the Skyline Once or twice a year yeah. Featuring And then headline
1: They co-headlined me once Did you ever do the Amarillo Comedy Club? Which one? Amarillo Comedy Club no, in Amarillo. No. Oh, it was owned by the, uh, by the um, Mexican mafia. Nope. It was owned by <laughs> Kelly. Oh, fuck. Owned by these three brothers, all of which had real bad drug problems. Uh huh. one of them was a comic. He passed away from a patch, one of those, uh, <laughs> batches, like you, the uh, heroin patches. All right. Like you know, like you put a patch on and it just drips yeah, your body. Hair. And then he doubled up. Oh, okay. And so um I think I don't I'm not certain. It it was, right. Yeah, yeah. Kelly, I wish I remembered his last name. They were the coolest fucking brothers. All had really hardcore dog addictions. The owner, his brother Kevin, I don't mean to slander anybody. Maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. say real names. Yeah. That's actually was his Established
4: that like in the first hour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, his brother one of his brother I don't know I can't remember which one his brother would pick you up his brother had fallen one time on his arm and never gotten it fixed so his arm the left arm didn't work right uh, so he only had his right arm to work with in his right arm he would pick you up in his cutlass and he would have a cigarette and a brush and he would drive steer with the right arm what kind smoke, of a brush a, like a like a round like a cushiony brush but mm-hmm. bristle hairbrush hairbrush yeah. and he he was so high he'd drive with a cigarette in one hand brush and hold it and then smoke and brush his hair as he drove you because it felt good to be on pain pills and brush your hair, I guess. And then he'd be like, hey, we got to make a stop. And we'd pull over to a drug dealer's house and he'd run in, get pills, come out. And he'd be like, all right. And i go, hey, aren't we running late for the show? And he's like, nah, they can't start until you get there. <laughs> and then he said to me one time in the back, he's like, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say on stage. N-word, but he used real N-word. Yeah. N-word. J word real (laughs) Jew you know Jew and then uh, go through it all he goes but no GDS and I want you to do one hour and so I was like no goddamn's and so you I'd go on stage and I'd have to do a fucking hour Mm -hmm. and I was uh and one time his brother Kelly who's passed was one of the sweetest guys by the way that's the first club I ever headlined his brother Kelly came in little buzzed cigar in his mouth goes back into my bag and pulls out my joke book. And then goes and sits in the back of the room and flips through my joke book and goes, "Uh, tell this joke." And I go, oh, "All right." I'm like fucking twenty. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm probably thirty-three years old. So I'm just fucking tell that joke. He's like, "Tell this one." Oh, I yeah. just And just went through my whole book, and uh, and then his youngest brother, who's also passed, um, and I would go to the bar next door and just drink uh, margaritas and uh, and Coronas. God, I missed I missed the road when it was like that. When I was like what? hungry for it. The Skyline
4: taught the first place that headline, headlined you. Skyline, I think, was the first place that co-headlined me. With who? It was this guy named Jimmy Roulette. Doesn't do comedy anymore. He's a prison guard now. Show oh. Jimmy Roulette. He was a Austin guy too. Black guy, very energetic, very likable, and this was uh, one of the fucking. So we're co-headlining. So we would flip. Fucking, I'd go first, then him, and then he'd go first, then me. Like each show, first show we do, I go first, then him. Fucking kill, do great. Second show, <laughs> he goes first, then I gotta follow him, and fucking, and it's like high energy, feature, likable, no co-headline. Oh, so they would like we would flip each show. <laughs> uh, well. Until the second show, Friday. Like, I think I did. I went first Thursday. I went first the first show Friday. Second show Friday. First show Friday, I go first. He goes second. Great show. I'm outside smoking with the waitresses, hanging out. The second show, he goes first, and I have to follow him. Fucking crickets. Crickets. And I get off stage, the waitresses I was smoke- like people wouldn't make eye contact with me. Ooh. The fucking staff that I was like hanging out with before was just like, Oh yeah, we got like side work to do. And I'm then they were like <laughs> From now on, I guess you go first and Jimmy goes side. Like you just can't follow that.
1: Like- Steve Trevino. You know Steve Trevino? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Steve Trevino and I did uh I gotta, I should have he opened podcast. for Mencia
4: when I was, I was like running, I was working at Cap City, like between when I was like first starting to go on the road feature, he was opening for Carlos Mencia. Yeah. And he fucking, he's like, oh, they say you're a funny comic. You wanna do a guest set or whatever. I was like, nah, I'm fucking, it's weird <laughs> I'm my when I'm here. fucking, <laughs> yeah, this is after the gorilla suit time. Like, I was already kind of on the road featuring here (laughs) and there. And he's like, uh, you should do a guest then. I'm like, "Ah." and Mencia already had this fucking... He was closing with Cosby's football bit. Really? That weekend with the, like, you teach the kid, you knock him down, and he gets the ball. He's like, hi, mom. Like, the fucking one of Cosby's biggest... uh, The end of himself. Yeah. And Mencia's closing with that and killing. fuck? And... And Trevino's like You should do a fucking set They say you're funny You should do a guest spot I don't want to fucking do a guest spot Then like Saturday night or whatever He's like Talk to Ned uh, You're doing a guest spot I just talked to the club I was all right Go and do a seven minute guest spot Did fine You know did good Yeah I had all this shit about hating babies Actually like Because all my friends were having babies at the time And A week later I get a call from a guy who I know in uh, El Paso. Says, has Carlos Mencia ever seen you do comedy? I said, I did a guest set last week. He goes, yeah, he's doing your fucking whole baby thing.
1: Which is so funny because that's such a white person's bit. Because Mexicans predominantly have babies younger. Yeah. So he'd alienate half his fucking audience. Well, it was a fun bit, yeah. you know. But like that's such like a like a white thirty three year old. Well, and it was guy. a seven
4: minute set that he yeah. had to pull from, so it was like a side thing that someone was like, "Oh, that's Walsh's well, bit."
1: So I went. I I did Miami Improv with. Uh, I was supposed to headline it. I get down there, and on Thursday I get to the club, and they're like, "Has anyone talked to you?" And I was like, "No," and they're like, "Okay." Um, the manager needs to speak to you, and I was like, "All right." So I'm waiting outside the club. I'm like, "How how do I get fired this early?" And the manager comes out, <laughs> and he's like, so this is Steve Trevino. Steve is a, a very funny comic. He's going to be co-headlining with you this week. And uh, and I was like, I think this is my – I don't think it's co-headlining week. It's just yeah. me. And they're like, it's turned into a co-headlining week. You haven't sold any tickets yet, and we need to move tickets. So we've papered the room. We have like 45 people here mm-hmm. tonight. But Steve can get you on press tomorrow. So you guys will both do press and it'll be really great. so I'm like, okay. So he leaves. Steve sits there and Steve's very fucking cool. He's like, Hey man, this yeah. is super uncomfortable for me. I'm sorry. I'm down here. Joel called me. Uh I and Joel. Yeah, Joel Batchoff. Mm, yeah. And he goes, uh He goes, uh, I just I just you know, if if I can help, I can help. But it's your show. I won't take stage from you. <laughs> I was like, okay. So we do the first show Thursday, and it's fucking great. It really yeah. is. Steve was bringing his own opener with him, DJ Cooch, and so it was. It was <laughs> DJ Cooch. It was uh, R- Ricky. It was DJ Cooch, Ricky Cruz, yep. Steve Cravino, mm-hmm. and then me. And so the f- we did the first show Thursday, great. We go in and do press, and Steve can get us into all the press because they all know Steve. Mm-hmm. Cause he met him through Mencia, and we do all the press. Steve even goes in and does Spanish press. Yeah, and like I, I don't go in for that. Yeah, but he goes in and does like forty-five minutes on Spanish press, speaking in Spanish to them. Like, yeah, or no, I don't know if he's speaking in Spanish. Let but loco, yeah. But like, he goes in. It was like fucking that was great Spanish. <laughs> and then he's and then the whole weekend's packed. So I'm like, okay, this isn't yeah. bad. First show Friday. <laughs> DJ Cooch goes long, yeah. fucking Ricky Cruz goes long, Steve Trevino does forty-five minutes. And so now they've seen a full show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, put your hands together for Burke Kreicher. Yeah, yeah. And it I bomb so bad. Sweat drips off my chin onto my shirt within the first minute. And a guy's doing this to me. He's like, like he's slamming something in his hand and I go. I go, is there a problem, sir? And he goes, you're so bad I want to beat you with the bat. <laughs> and I go, I go, oh, you must be Dominican. And nothing, fucking nothing. Oh, I get off stage, I go, yo, Steve, maybe we can switch it up on the late show. I have a feeling that this is your audience and not mine. Yeah. And he's like, he goes, hey, man, I'm not stealing your weekend. And I go, I go please, please steal my weekend. Yeah. And he was like, no, man, like, trust me, like, you're going to be fine. Don't worry. I do the next show Friday, and I bomb worse than I bombed yeah. on the first show. Like, and I go, and I know that you guys have bombed in your life at one point. Yeah, but I'm telling you when I say this, I don't believe anyone's bombed this hard for an for 45 minutes, like 45 minutes of not not no laughter, no laughter, and like whistles and, and like hate. and hate because I'm a white. guy. I had
4: a, in that same small room in Cap City. Everybody in the showroom turned their chairs around to face away from the stage. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: So I guess you have not during the monkey thing (laughs) and a fucking
4: and they were throwing shit at me, ice and chicken bones.
1: Wow, that's Texas. Yeah. The
4: I was green as hell. I was. It was my first. I will wrap this story
1: up in saying that the. First show Saturday, I'm, I have a conversation with. Do you myself.
4: think you kept it the same order?
1: A hundred percent. I said to the first show Saturday, I said, "Steve, will you bring me on stage?" I, I think when yeah. DJ Cooch says my name it sounds like they don't they shouldn't like me. I go, No disrespect to DJ Cooch, but I think that like when you say it, if you said, Hey, my friend's coming That's up That's the first
4: time the sentence, no <laughs> disrespect to DJ Cooch has ever been spoken.
1: And he goes, uh he goes, Yeah, 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 I'll bring you up. So he brings me up and no he's like, You guys are gonna love this next guy. I, he's an LA comic, we're friends, he's been here with me all week and I love it. Put your hands together for Burt Kreischer. Says my name the way you should say it. Yeah. yeah. And uh and then I go on stage and uh first thing a girl says is, Show us your dick. (laughs) And I go and I by the way, I've been bombing so hard that I go, it couldn't get worse. I go, sure. She goes, Fucking do it. I said, No, I'll show you. You gotta come to the (laughs) green room. She goes, you won't do it," I said. I go, "Bitch, I just said I'd do it. Stand the fuck up." And now everyone's like, "Oh, this guy's got attitude, right?" She comes back to the green room. I go in. The mic used to be on stage. You could in the green room attached to the. And I walk into the green room with the mic. She walks in. I hand her the mic. Big mistake. But I hand her the mic. I take my pants off. <laughs> I show mistake. her my dick, and she looks at me and just goes, "It's fucking humongous in the mic." The place goes fucking bananas, right? Oh, wow. I walk out, and she leaves, and she goes, it's fucking big. (laughs) And a girl goes, I want to see your dick. I go, stand the fuck up. (laughs) So she stands up. She goes around. I give her the mic again, thinking it worked the first time. (laughs) It worked well. I show her. My dick is not big. It really isn't big. And uh, she goes, uh, looks, looks at my dick, then looks at me and goes, it's bigger than my boyfriend's. Place goes fucking bananas, oh, shit. and and then I go out and I start telling jokes. And i like, and I oh shit. And then I was like, I was like, okay, I haven't been doing well all weekend. Like I, I break the you know, the, like I go, I haven't been doing all well all weekend. You guys clearly are on my demographic. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Like the majority of you. So I go, so let's do this. I go, let's bring the most. Most Cuban guy up here and the blackest motherfucker in the room up here, and they will translate to you guys. So I bring this big hood motherfucker with gold fronts up. I bring this Cuban guy that barely speaks English. I go, I'll tell a joke. You guys just translate. So I met this girl at a bar, and then I handed it to the black guy. He's like, Man, I'm talking to this bitch in this fucking club. It fucking killed so hard, but it turned out to be a good weekend. You like our tell a hero? That's amazing. Ego story? No, it was no, it was just giving up. It was like, that's- no,
4: it's it's fucking, uh, it's being a funny guy and dealing with the situation. I, feel- I mean, I don't want to name names, but like you could think of a hundred comics who a just would have driven
1: home after the first show. I could think of a hundred comics who would just keep doing the same thing repetitively. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. am done. What's that with the podcast? No, I'm so drunk. Okay. Really? We should wrap this up. All right, let's wrap this up. Um and let you, me know if tomorrow I'll call. I'm, I'm not releasing this. I'll be in Australia when this airs. So if there's anything you want me to take out, I'll take out anything. But if you don't want me to, I'll leave it in.
3: Leave it all in. I
1: hey, love what did it. I say? No, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Because, look, I got love for everyone. We're all good.
4: And do you know who Jason Siegel is? Is the new podcast coming yes. out? When's yeah. this come, When's this one going to uh, come out?
1: Stanhope Hope is tonight. This one's next week. Okay. Unless Dan yeah, Soder be needs, needs his Stan earlier. And Stan Hope is in this episode.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Stan Hope is Oh, yeah. Also. Stan Hope's in this episode also. <laughs> this has been like a four-hour journey.
1: Yeah. Soder's coming over tomorrow. His, he's got a You got to piss? Oh, we're done. We're wrapping it up. Always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking love you, Nick. I always One of my favorite Nick moments ever is the, the podcast I did with Nick. the Very recently, by the way. And uh, he comes in and we start podcasting and he just looks antsy and he goes... I could use a little pull of something to straighten the boat out. I was like, "Me too." I was like, "I never share that with anybody," but I was like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah!" And we had a sip of vodka and had a few cocktails, and I was like, "I'm going." And he left. I was like, "I'm going back to bed." <laughs> it was like my favorite podcast ever. <laughs> um, new podcast: Finding Jason Siegel. No,
4: do you know who Jason? <laughs> it rolls off the tongue.
1: No, but please, do, do you find know Jason who?
4: J- do you know who Jason Siegel is?
1: Is your ultimate goal to get Jason Segel on the podcast?
4: It it could happen. I mean, it's 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 designed to go about a year because we're it's each state, so okay, and then but also including DC and uh, Puerto Rico, probably Puerto Rico and some live ones, maybe if things go well. (laughs) I like this. uh, I like this. Do you know who
1: Jason Segel is? You got a taste of it earlier. (laughs) I would like to. I would like to see you bring on um, people he's co-starred with in movies. Have we'll see. I mean, so far there's Robins. no guests.
4: We'll have some guests eventually. But, uh, I mean, I love crank calls and calling it's, people. I like playing with the phone.
1: It's the thing that I never got to share is I called you, like, just personally. I didn't do it on Twitter. I didn't do it like, yeah. to, like. hey, I got a friend who's, fa-. like, I just was like, like I. I got to call you and tell you. I was like, personally, this is one of the fun. I'm listening to crank calls, and they're making me die laughing.
4: Yeah, yeah, the diarrhea like, phone sex. I didn't do sex. it like retweet your thing,
1: like, really mm-hmm. funny, so mm-hmm. I get credit. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm doing this personally. That's how fucking great it is.
4: Yeah, it's good. I'm going to put out a CD of our crank calls.
1: By the way, I also think we could totally do a dad podcast, because the way we talk about being dads. Dad cast? I'm sure that's taken. <laughs> if we called it dad fuck cast, or t- t- we'll, we'll come up with a name. But like, <laughs> I like the way we talked about being dads, and we should talk like to pr- we should talk to yeah. comics who get because we're their all different break. phases yeah. too. Like yeah. you're
4: like the fucking also like
1: dad that should not be this drunk
4: cast.
3: Yeah. Dad that should not like, be this drunk cast. Can
4: we use? Can you use your Uber app in case you puke in the fucking car so my rating doesn't go down? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you can, my rating doesn't go down. Um, but I like I like the idea that any time a comic gets pre- get a chick pregnant we have them on and tell them what it's like to be a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great you so Other dad 25%. comics? Huh? 25%. We'll get it. Um and I got to give a shout out to Nick for wearing the pants that he felt on the flight of stairs with his son and getting them simply patched cuz they're too cool of pants to lose. What brand of pants are those?
4: Massimo from Target. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're nice pants. Thank you. Can what I are they? You? I mean, no, they had to be nice because you had them ha- is stitched. Yeah, no, double double
1: RL. Whoa, that's double Ralph Lauren. Lauren. Oh, okay. Snitch. We snitch. <laughs> what, what do you say when you say the word at the same time? <laughs> Not snitch. Jinx. Jinx. I'm also like way too drunk. <laughs> All right, we're ending it right now. No. Three hour podcast. The podcast is, is, Do yeah. <laughs> is Do
4: You Know Who Jason Siegel is. Coming out soon. or out now.
1: Nick Boone. Greg Walsh. you This episode was brought to you by The Machine.